Miss Nellerson, what's that? That's a radio, boy. Yeah, what's it do? Don't you know what a radio is, boy? Well, sure, but I've never seen one like that before. No one ever saw one quite like that. Because that's a very special sort of radio. Hey yo, Mega Late Show. Feeling very wonderful today. I'm your guy, Megazord. Yo, this is Late. And this is episode number 55 of the Mega Late Show, the number one hip-hop and dope culture podcast in Tokyo. We are the number one hip-hop podcast in Tokyo. Check that on the internet. Along with the news that Capadonna was only a member of the Wu-Tang Clan after eight diagrams, which we're just arguing about for about five minutes. Actually, I think that might be facts. Word up. Anywho, again... Every Friday, we're introducing you to visiting guests, people around the Tokyo area, people visiting the Tokyo area who are just dope at a lot of things. So check out us every Friday or anytime that you would like to check us out, as well as look at our Google Calendar, which lists a plethora of shows and events ongoing in Tokyo. You can find that at the end of the show. We talk about that a little bit. Plethora. A plethora of shows. And today, we've got returning homie, the translator himself, the mighty Marvel. Peace, Marvel. Yo, yo, what's up? Just imagine Jason Statham walking up to you and roundhouse kicking you in the face and being like, I'm the translator. If you would like the origins of that translator story, go back and listen to the Shory Bradshaw episode where we find out exactly how Marvel chokes a motherfucker out. Yo, and if you want to learn some Japanese, go back and listen because that story is definitely told in Japanese. That's right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, it was wonderful. So thanks for coming back, Marvel. How you feeling today, fam? Uh, a little bit on the weather with the hay fever. Other than that, glad to be here. It's been, it's okay. been too long. It has been too long. It's been it's been far too long fever. since I haven't even seen you in a whole minute. Word. It's been a while. Word. And uh, so thanks for coming through, Marvel. And also we've got a fourth mic today, rocking with us. And this is our guy. I've just met him today, Ben. Hello. Can you tell us about yourself, yeah. fam? Yeah. My name is Ben Pierce. Um, I'm. I'm 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 American. I'm a musician and producer, and I and I do uh, independent research on uh, on music scene cultures and, and like audiences and shit like that. And uh, yeah, I'm here doing that for a minute, so I stopped by. Yo, thank you, man. We've been having some really uh, insightful and wonderfully nuanced conversations before the podcast for about the last two hours. Yeah. So uh, maybe we'll get into a few of those there, or maybe we'll get Ben back on the show to talk about what he does. You yeah. know, for an episode of his own, we'll figure out if we have the time. Whatever happens, Work. whatever works, yeah. Indeed. And today, our guest is an, also another homie who I met at Marvell's birthday party about two years ago or some <laughs> shit, right? That's right, that's right. Yeah, yo, and I actually haven't seen him since then. And uh, our guest is a full-time musician, producer, who has a studio in Koenji. He's been playing and touring in bands since he was about 16 years old and a producer for about seven years. Born in born and raised in South Africa, he lived in the UK and Australia before coming to Tokyo. We have our guy, Kylo Yen. Damn! Whoop, whoop. What an introduction! Hey, I try to do it a little bit justice, man. But you know, start, man. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and also about some of the musical projects that you, you work on and do? Uh, at the moment, I'm just like opening a new studio in Koenji. Uh, like uh, actually moving in on Monday. 
congratulations. So thank you. Congrats, Everything's congrats. real blessed at the moment. But uh, like I just started like working more on like my own solo stuff and not stuff in a band because I've been playing in bands for a while. So now I'm just trying to work on like my own projects and stuff like that. I got a jazz thing coming out next month. I got some like you know some hip hop stuff coming out next month, like some solo thing and some stuff with some other people. I even got some J-pop coming out. Like, wow. yeah, I got all that. Cause like, you're also in like a post-punk goth pop band, <laughs> as well as like that was you sent me like yeah. some jazz yo. music that you made, as well as yeah. like some surf Fuck rock yeah. and shit too. Yo, so yeah, you, you touch all of these genres. So you're just like a crazy yeah. multi-hyphenate. Well, I studied like I studied jazz in university. But, uh, yeah, like, I grew up in South Africa, so, like, my parents were real into, like, soul music and stuff like that. So, that's the start. But then my cousins were real into, like, punk and, like, you know, showed me, like, the misfits and stuff like that. So, after that, this kind of took my life in, like, a weird trajectory. So, like, I get bored, so I can't do one thing at one time, so I like to switch it up, you know. But Okay. Yeah, so, at the moment, I'm just trying to, like songwriter for people pretty much like that's what i'm looking to do primarily is like not just produce but like write songs for people people i think that like they could be better than what they're doing right now sure. that's why what i'm really passionate about is like trying to build someone else up so that's what i'm looking to do at the moment yeah okay shit hey building people up is what we love to do here at the mega late show yeah. you know what i mean so we're rocking with you 100 percent. thanks blood and you said that you've got some new eps coming out soon as well yeah so that should have actually already been out but because i moved to a new studio i put some stuff on hold because i thought i could do a better job with my new bigger better studio and that so Pretty much i don't like to release stuff just for the sake of releasing it like i already got a bunch of stuff out there so i'm not in a rush and you know no one's waiting for your solo team mm -hmm. so you just do it for like yourself like a passion so pretty much at this stage like i'm just trying to put out good stuff instead of just hey. like you know, quality over quantity pretty much, yeah. which is kind of the inverse of what a lot of people are doing nowadays yeah. with 27 track albums and shit like that Spotify. Right. Actually, Promotion. like it's kind of going away from that now. Uh, kind of thanks to somebody we were talking about a lot earlier, Kanye, Capitola. maybe. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that would be the Zero Track album that's very popular from artists of that caliber. That's what he's doing. But not right like now. everybody's dropping shorter track like EPs almost now. Word. I mean. There's both ties, I think, but you know, I think one of the the, the approaches is to fill your album with a bunch of filler tracks so you get more streams and therefore more revenue. But oh yeah, that's I definitely like what Drake did. Yeah. Definitely, that's, that's definitely what Migos did. That's what a lot of these artists uh, are doing. Chris Brown had like a 40 track album just recently or some shit. Oh shit! Is that word? Yeah. 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 Like a double disc or just 40 tracks? I mean, if, I don't think you can call it a double disc if it just comes out digitally. But word up. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure there's a whole bunch more that we just that just no one's talking about, but like to think we can I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, shout out to everybody that was on that wave before it was the wave, like a uh, Viper. And uh, yeah, yo, if you search like any celebrity's name on Spotify, I don't know if it's true now, but it was before. There's this guy. He was making like these lounge songs, and it'd be like. Courtney Love smells bad. Courtney Love smells bad. And it's just like that about any celebrity name you type in. And he had like 15 albums of just wow. that. So I guess it's some weird SEO thing that he was on. 
I don't know, man. You might have to look into sampling some of that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Might be some gems in there. Cool beans. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and talk about our sponsors really quick. Yo, shout out to our guy, Keen Joaquin of KeenJoaquin.com. He is our official in-house designer. So anything that looks good, Keen probably made it. If it looks Mm -hmm. like MS Paint, that was your boy. Yeah, and if it looks like a shitty Photoshop job of our heads on some other bullshit with a MLS logo, that was probably me <laughs> doing that on my phone. So shout out to uh, Layden and I for being persistent. Shout out to phones. Yeah. Not a sponsor, but I do want to take a moment to give a shout out to our guy AJ Boundless, who is doing a lot of things here in Tokyo. And I think that a lot of times we is forget it Boundless to talk about- now. I, I thought that was his name. DJ AJ? I didn't know that. AJ Boundless is what I'm going with. I'm rocking with AJ Boundless. But I just want to give a shout out to AJ because he's doing a lot of really dope things out here. And uh, a lot of people have tried to impede his progress at studios that he's working at. And he's always having a hard time. Um, we'll be definitely, I'll definitely be making sure that we're putting more of his shows on the show, uh, on the weather forecast. So uh, pay attention to that. Check out AJ Boundless, man. I'm going to put his link in the show notes. Yo, and shout out to our guy Harry at Harry Sandwich Company in Harajuku. Best sandwiches in Tokyo, uh, right there off of Takashita Dori, Takashita Street. Uh, yeah, man, he has the best sandwiches. Um, just good American sandwiches, like That's subs. Right. Well, I know that spot. And uh, I'm there every last Friday playing some music. So, you know, come catch a wave or a vibe or whatever. And I was going to say something else. Well, I want to say that with uh, Harry's Sandwich Shop, uh, look out for that new Mega Late Show sandwich that's going to oh, be approaching shit. there. We've got a team of uh, incredible gastroenterologist magicians who are working around the clock to develop a delicious sandwich. You actually will that into existence? No, it's going down. I've spoken to Harry himself. We've got a couple focus groups lined up. We're mm-hmm. going to see uh, what works and uh, exactly how spicy this shit should be. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just Vaseline in a sandwich, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a who told you? <laughs> you had Who luck. told you? I mean, uh, insider information here that I'm going to just put out, but it's probably just going to be a big-ass black sausage. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my girlfriend. There we go. Uh, oh, shout, shout out to Harry. He just got married, so shout out to him and Emma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. O- officially married. They had the ceremony. Right, 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 but right. They look beautiful. They look perfect. I loved it. Uh, is that everybody? One more thing. Have you tried all of the sandwiches at Harry's yet? No. I've only had like two. I've had, well, I was, there's another thing to say. He has a, what do you call them? He has specials sometimes, depending on what kind of things he has in stock. So usually I get the special and I haven't had a chance to go through all the menu yet. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to go into the temperature check portion of the podcast, which is where we ask our guests uh, a series of questions. Uh, Some of them we ask frequently. Some of them we don't. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with um, a question for you, Kylo. How about who's who's your favorite artist that you're listening to right now? Oh, man, that's so difficult, actually. But uh, I mean, hip hop artists. Sure. Actually, take it wherever moment, you want. At the moment, yeah, it sounds so strange, but actually, I'm fucking with six dogs at the moment, like a lot. Is that like Takashi Six Nine? No, 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 no. <laughs> six, six dogs. I'm not familiar with them. He's uh, he's this like, he's this guy from Atlanta. Like, oh, I know him. Yeah, yeah, that nigga has six dogs. <laughs> is that is that a he fact? Got or he got more dogs oh, than okay. that. But no, like, uh, yeah, initially when I heard him, he was like 17. He was in high school. 
And I was like, yo, it's pretty cool. But then, like, recently, he's just improved so much. I don't know what it is. It's a vibe. Because, like, you know. It's hip hop music? Yeah, but it's like. It's real emo hip hop music. Yeah. But it's dope. It's, what's what's it's the. Dope. um, I don't know. What's the, like, style? Like Atlanta yeah. trap shit? Not really. It's yeah. Like- it's really, like, emo Atlanta kind of too. Like. Oh, it's hard to it's like it's real like codeine beats and stuff like that. You know what I'm trying to say? Sure. It's like bones. You know that? I'm not that familiar actually. Yeah. It's not. No, no. It sort of sounds like that vibe. But yeah, I've been listening to that a lot like uh, at the moment, and of course, like uh, I mean, always listen. New MF Doom. It's pretty dope. The one with Zarface. That one's pretty oh, good. Oh, the Zarface yeah. joint. Yeah. Like That's that a good one. album. That was just a good joint. Yeah, yeah. it's all right. Some, I, I like Doom on it and Deck. Yeah. But I do yeah, not yeah. like Esoteric, man. I don't know what it is. I just... Yo, That's well documented. Esoteric used to be in like Army of the Pharaohs and mm-hmm. all that, right? Yeah. yeah. With, like, he's Associated with the, the Jedi Mind Tricks yeah, guys a lot. Yeah, he's like the, the weakest one out of that whole crew, yeah. if you ask me. Like, I don't know. I, I like just like how he got roasted by LP. You know, Did he really? Oh, yeah. They battled. LP had a song called like Seven... Thousand seven hundred years, no, completely decimated him again. Damn. That was like two and zero oh in his battles against what? other white rappers. What? Well, yeah, what's the deal with white rappers all battling each oh, other? Oh, I love recently? it, man. What's the deal with that? Yeah, fight to the death, survival of the fittest. There can only be one. Some crabs in a barrel, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> crabs in a barrel. Yeah, well, I don't like. <laughs> yeah, I like when you flip it like that. Yeah, no, but um, you know, he's talented in his own right. It's just a personal taste thing. Yeah, that's yeah, no, it's all good. You were saying earlier before we started that uh, you like Doom. Is, was he your favorite MC when you were younger? Like, no, my who favorite, was your favorite MC when you were 15 years old? When I was 15, my favorite MC was probably Pac. Like, I listened to like a lot of uh, Tupacalypse Now. That was real big in South Africa. Oh shit, Tupacalypse Now. Yeah, that was real big in South Africa when I was a kid. And then uh, later on, like that early death row those early like death row joints were like really really big like in my neighborhood and stuff like that but uh i'll say park or ghost okay ghost can can i ask you how you think that tupacalypse album has aged i don't think it's Uh, aged very well it's not aged very well but there's still some i mean there's some lines in there that i can't say it's not good sounds like a like a knockoff digital underground type of album with a lot of the beats i mean he public enemy heavily influenced right i mean he was like he was a dancer for digital underground right right but a lot but, of people don't know that. Yeah. You don't even know how deep it goes. Yo. That's a throwback to one of our earlier episodes <laughs> where me and Late have an inside joke about all the time. So all right. uh, That's over a lot of people's heads, but you know. Uh, Shout out to uh, Black Socialists of America. But Straight up and down. There, there are some like, there's some like lines in that album that's like, it just means everything to me. Yeah. Like, cause like, you know, yeah, yeah. There's like that song. I don't give a fuck. There's like so many lines in that. That's like describes so many parts of my life. That's so difficult to say. Like, oh, it hasn't aged well. Whatever. Yeah. It's like some of the stuff still real. Still applies oh, to me today. It's it's a great it's a great piece of art to kind of see the trajectory of Tupac and where he would later yeah. go in his career. I mean, I don't hate on the album, but I just of all of his work, I think that's the one I go back to listen to the least. I mean, no, yeah, I'm that and strictly the, yeah. for my niggas. Like, they aren't my favorite Tupac albums, but there's definitely track on there that I put in my Tupac rotation. Mm. It's more like, you know, not squishy. Let's uh let's say here your favorite Tupac album. My favorite Tupac album. Yeah. If you could time. only if you can only if you can only hear one for the rest of 
Man, it's so difficult. I know. That's why I asked. I like to put people on the spot. It depends. Like, it depends how I feel. Like on a day. Like sometimes I'm just in a bad mood, and then it's one thing, and then sometimes I'm in a good mood, and it's another thing. But you know, the one I've listened to the most is Tupacalypse. Now, I was a kid when I listened to that. I mean, sure, it hasn't aged the best, but I still feel like you know, there's a lot of stuff in there that like it's it's even more true now. Word. For some of it, like Word. the stuff, like you know about, like I don't know. There's a lot I can say about the album, but it's uh to me, like sure, it's been a, it sounds a bit dated, but you know what I mean. So are yeah, you like, yeah. uh, Tupac over Biggie, even though you're wearing the Coogee sweater? You are <laughs> definitely rocking the Coogee joint. Bill Cosby sweater. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's Dr. Bill Cosby. Yeah, that's Dr. Bill Cosby Huxtable. when you're slinging that, <laughs> slinging that rock. Bill Cosby yo, over Tupac. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I Bill mean, Cosby is a worse criminal than Tupac ever was. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Facts. Yo, Tupac. Uh, Yo. Oh, I was about to say not found guilty, but was he found guilty? I'm not sure. He was found he was guilty. Found guilty. Hey, yo, man. Free but, money good Tupac, man. <laughs> yo, free Tupac. <laughs> Yo, let's let's get the rest of the room. How about some other thoughts on Tupac's favorite album for, from each of us? Uh, fuck, man. Difficult, I have a yeah? weird I have a weird answer. I just spoke uh, recently on the uh, Mark the Clive Lowe episode about uh, how Me Against the World kind of brought me into hip hop or brought me further permanently into hip hop. But man, I go back to Are You Still Down a lot. Yeah. Like I bumped the hell out of that uh, Definition of a thug Hellraiser Yo Almost mm-hmm. every track on there mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. amazing Picture me rolling on it uh, That's All Eyes, all on, eyes, me. All eyes on Me Now yeah, the, Are You Still Down Is the, the posthumous, posthumous album. album But it's like Old recordings yeah. From like When he was still in New York a- Actual songs that he made too. Yeah And so it's not like Somebody just changed the beats up But they're actual songs he made That, that one is a good choice yeah, I might have to say, are you still down? Which is, I'm just realizing a, that it's myself. A, it's a double disc, too, so you get yeah. more bang for your buck. What about you, Valleyville? Are you still down? Hands down. Yeah? Word? Yeah, ben? Yeah. Honestly, I, I, I feel like I haven't, I, I don't really, I feel like I don't really have my brain around his whole discography enough to say for sure. Like, I mean, I'm a lot younger than y'all, and Tupac feels a bit more distant to me than, than I mean, I've definitely listened, and I, honestly, I would probably agree. Are you, still down is, is solid, but I don't know. I feel like I'm not qualified enough to answer the question. Okay, hey, respectable. I yeah. mean, somebody could have just spouted off some other shit. Yeah, no doubt. But, I think. Yeah. I think. Um, oh, that's a good choice. That's a really good choice. Yeah. But I mean, songs like Temptations. Yeah, I don't know. Most. What of about my, you, Dallinger? You got yeah. something? I wasn't into Tupac, actually, man. No. I think Tupac's a dope artist, no doubt about it. You know, epic artist of the era. But back in those days, I was in high school when those albums came out, but I was just listening to other stuff. I was more of a native tongue kind of guy back then. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, let's go Shout to Shout out to uh, Adrian Young and Ali Shahid Muhammad for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, I wonder what those guys are doing right now. Probably listening to their episode. <laughs> no, I'm just right. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Mecca, did you answer the question? Did I? I don't think you did. Uh, yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Are you still down too? You made a, a beautiful argument. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. But, but Layton and I also share the the other album. Layton and I are also big fans of as well. So. Yeah. yeah me I'm against the world. It. Yeah. Yeah. Word. Um, also, like, uh, the Gridlock soundtrack is fucking great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man. There's a lot of Tupac and a lot of the Outlaws. Is that, that? a 
uh, straight out of out on bail. Is that fresh that out of one? jail? California. Yeah. Well, no, I don't. I don't remember, man. Uh, to be honest, I haven't listened to a lot of Tupac over the last year or two, and so yeah, like a lot of the album too. listening are, are forgetting me. Like when I go back to listen to Machiavelli, which was formative for me, like seventh grade yeah, for me, I yeah, think. Yeah. Um, it's like a lot of those songs. I love and a lot of them I could just do without. Yeah, man. Like I didn't really like it when I first heard it. Like uh, except for you know, the obvious tracks everybody likes. But so I think die in L.A. and yeah, like, uh, or uh, Hail Mary. Hail Mary. What's the first track called? Whatever that Bomb first track first. is. Bomb first. Great but, diss track, by the way. Very good. I like it better than hit him up. Yo, is Tupac the best diss artist of all time? No. No. Maybe Ice Cube. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that one's maybe cold. Ice Cube. How many does cold, he man. have? Ice Cube has no Vaseline. He has um, rip. No, not rip the jacket. Uh, he he has the shit against. Uh, nah, I don't know. I'm making. I see. I feel. I feel like I would need to educate. Like my brain is not working right now for me to to give the answer. But uh, definitely, Ice Cube has bodied Cypress Hill even. So I don't know. All right, let's get back to the temperature yeah, check. Let's then. do that. Next yo, question. Yo, Kylo. You are a multi-genre-spanning artist, enthusiast, enjoyer. If you're on a desert island and you can only have two, two artist cat- catalogs? catalogs. Okay, yeah. Two artist catalogs. Who would they be? Well, number one, I'm gonna say is the Cure. I know that's not gonna be a popular opinion. No, that's room, good. They're great. But the Cure, they. I like Boys Don't Cry. Yo, yeah. I like it a lot. But between each record is so different. Yeah. And it's just like so much variety. So to me, The Cure Disintegration is the best album of all time, full stop, for me. That was a big one for me when I was a young kid in high school. Yeah. That's a good record. Back to back. Like, that's a a record you can listen to from the top to the bottom. Yeah. It works pretty well. You know, like, going back to the previous thing with Tupac. One of the reasons why it feels dated now is because it was so poignant and so on point at the time. Where? And the time's passed. But we had that conversation like, uh, yeah. around the time Aretha Franklin passed, and it's like, right. like everybody's like, oh yeah, that's soul music. But at the time, that was, there was no soul yeah. music like right. that. Yeah. But that, that's the thing is like, I feel like The Cure like spanned so many years. So like some of that stuff sounds dated, but it's like, so poignant to them but somehow still works now so i know i'm gonna say the cure number one which is a very interesting answer for this but <laughs> and then uh number two uh, i'm gonna say mf doom because of like the variety of stuff so mf doom i want to say ghost like i like ghost as an mc more but maybe you're influenced by this mf doom beat playing in the background yeah i mean right it's a king Geeter beat playing in the background but oh word but at the same time yeah mf doom is like he has like a lot of variety in his stuff so like i'm gonna say mf doom yeah otherwise yeah also you get all the kmd shit too so yeah why not there's a lot in there but it's like a big influence on me personally like even uh, like for mostly as a producer as well like you know he has like such a variety of stuff but it's all stuff that like i feel i feel like it's a weird thing to say but i feel like my father could listen to it mm. you know my father like you know he loves soul records and stuff like that. my parents like dance to like soul records and you know r&b and, and disco and that thing but i feel like mf doom would hit for my father as well which is a strange right. thing to say so yeah i'm gonna say mf doom and 
Yeah, the Cure, probably on that. Okay. Yeah, on that team. And that's a pro. That's 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 a pro for you that your that your dad would dig it. Uh yeah, cause he has good taste. Like he has really dope taste. Like in music, like. I mean, my coming up, like some of the stuff I was into, you know, like James Brown and all that. Like I was in like Rick James when I was a kid, and it's like that's my parents, even my mom. Like so, yeah, I, I have to give it to that's that. That's an yeah, interesting yeah. question. Does everybody's parents have good music taste? I think mine do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is my that just a default because my, of what was popular back in the day? Yeah. yeah. My parents were Maybe. both musicians. Nah, nah, actually, nah, 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 they. Nah. Nah. <laughs> my my dad was uh my dad was uh doing a lot of production work out in Texas back in the back in the seventies and eighties. And like I don't know, he, he likes a lot of uh uh no, my mom actually is a ZZ Dot fan. She 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 uh did backup vocals for for a for a ZZ Top joint. Yeah. Wow. She like knows one of the guys. I've met him. The, the, the they all fucking is... look the same to me. And shit. They, so yeah, like I don't know which. Three as far as I don't I'm know which guy. What's up with that? I don't know, man. All white people look the same to me. And shit. I, I don't know which one <laughs> she knows, barrel, but man. she knows one of them. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, yeah, no, uh, they got good taste. Uh, my my parents do. My mom is big into singing, so uh, I grew up. You know, I think this is a thing in like Filipino culture too. Is like they're big on karaoke, so we always had a small karaoke machine in the house, like a laser disc shit or something. So my mom would sing everything. What? Yo, uh, I was out with somebody, and um, he was like, and there there was a Filipino singer in the band. She was the lead singer, half Filipino, and she was singing. And he was like, Yeah, man, she's really good. And I was like, yeah, man, she's dope. He was like, man, I don't know, man. Every Filipino can sing. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, man. And I was like, that's the first time I'd heard that. I was like, what? Yeah, he was man. like, yeah, man, I don't know. Every Fil-. He was like, he mentioned, oh, you know our, this, our friend's girlfriend? I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, man, she can sing. And she's Yo. full-blooded Filipino. I was just like, all right, man. Whatever yeah. you say. So my mom, yeah, my mom grew up singing like, you know, he's not heavy. He's my brother, fucking uh, Simon and Garfunkel, the Beatles, like pretty much everything that was just too. like, musical you know where the 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 quality was of of the the singer but also my my dad and my stepdad my dad was into jazz and then my stepdad was into you know um various different types of black music so we we got a little bit of everything parliament funkadelic and uh music was a big thing in my house there was music on all the time so yeah my house too same my house was a drinking and a music house mm-hmm. and barbecue that's pretty much my house all barbecue the time, all day Sounds like yeah, a dream. Okay. Was this in or in South Africa? Yeah. What's like, South African barbecue like? I'm from the South. I got opinions. South I don't want to. I was about to give some a fucking uh, racist ass. <laughs> <laughs> the hyenas, <laughs> cheetahs. Damn. Yeah, that's, oh, that, that is so oh. criminally. I, I, but to be honest yeah. with you, I'm not very informed about no, South African right. cuisine and the culture in general. I mean, South African like food is. I mean, it's the same. Like barbecue is barbecue, right? It's like meat on fire. But I don't know. It's you like, can't say that. I mean, that's like that shit did come from Africa. Mm. It's like, yo, yeah. Don't but, know if I agree. Yeah, but of barbecue course, barbecue coming from Africa, different. I mean, well, I've I mean, never had African barbecue, but barbecue is barbecue. Oh well, if, even in the states, there it's from region to region. It's yeah. like hella different. But. Of course, Carolina no, no, barbecue. I'm not. Texas I mean, I'm not saying it's all the same. Carolina I've came had from trust from Memphis, so I'm sure he's got opinions. Yeah, I'm from I'm from Nashville. That's closer to Memphis than and Atlanta. Memphis, and Memphis has Definitely better barbecue than, than Nashville. Africa. Memphis has better barbecue than Nashville. But See, opinions. Uh, uh, debatable. But Texas, I, don't, I don't even know. I'm just getting into it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You're just trying to rattle them up now. Yeah, like. 
no, really but, branching out. But what I was gonna, yeah, Carolina what I was gonna say was uh, that actually, yeah, you know, barbecue. Most people think it's like kind of similar, and everyone likes their own thing. You know what I mean? But in South Africa, you know, we gotta do the lamb. We gotta have a uh, big on that lamb thing. Don't do goat like, too. Uh, sometimes, but like mostly, we're doing lamb, we're doing beef. We don't yeah, that do pork dope. because that's like there's a lot of it. Muslims live oh, like right, where I right, live. Right. Like a lot of African people, Muslims, so they don't they get down like that. So like, even if you have it at a restaurant, selling pork or something like that, some people like they just straight won't go to it because mm. they don't trust that you clean one or the other that you mm. are real, you know, particular about mm. it. So they just some places just don't straight have it. So like even when we're growing up, we never ate it. Word. Yeah. Are you Muslim? No, no. But where I'm from, there's like a lot of Muslim people. There's a lot of Christian people, and they all live together. So cool, like you know, it's like we just respect one another. Like you know, so good. That's a great segue to go into the conversation segment of the podcast, man. So uh, let's talk about your upbringing. You grew up in South Africa, and uh, when did you leave South Africa? Was the apartheid still? No, apartheid was over when I left. Okay. It ended in like '92 or something. Okay. Like that. But so when I left, like it was changing. I don't know. I, I think my father put it really poignantly. It's like you know the law changed today, but people's mind don't change overnight, right? Oh yeah. So shit, like still kind of residual stuff was still there, but for the most part, like my parents left, so like I could have a good opportunity to do all the stuff and yeah, and managed to like get out. So they were lucky. But, uh, you know, it wasn't always easy, like, for them, so. I know when we first met, uh, we had a pretty good conversation about that. Uh, does, yeah. would you say that that being in, around that environment really informed, uh, your particular way of thinking? Obviously you're not, you're not black, but coming from those type of, uh, yeah. uh, seeing that type of oppression and segregation, I think it's something that speaks to everybody and, uh, hip hop, uh, kind of highlights that in a lot of ways and empowers people. So in south africa like you know it's like i know america's really segregated i don't know when i've spent like when i've spoken to like my black friends or my my latin american friends or something i feel like there's some separation in between them and they make a real poignant point that like oh but you know this is my culture and that's their culture but in south africa when we were growing up during apartheid it was like white and not white that was just two categories i don't fit in the white category so it was on the other side and then we all just had each other's back essentially like we all live like you know, everyone says like, oh, it's dangerous there, but it's like, where I live, it's like, you know, the person next door who you think is like dangerous, that's my uncle, man. Or like, that's my friend's, you know, grandfather. It's like, we know everybody. People don't call me by my name, they call me by my father's name. So it's kind of like that, you know, but I don't know, like, overall, like, yeah, it does frame the rest of your life. Yeah, it's not a great thing, you know, my wife is white. And like we have a lot of conversations about that kind of thing and sometimes i feel like bad <laughs> you know like sure. i'm venting or something like that you know marvel's laughing he knows what i yeah. mean she from south but africa like, no nah, my wife's from england she's from manchester but uh is that where a, you that's went that's after a tough <laughs> <sell>. <laughs> yeah so yeah where'd you meet her uh in australia yeah okay. i met her in australia yeah. her parents like uh moved to australia so yeah okay where were you when you were 16 uh 16 i think i might have just come to australia actually yeah by that time yeah near the end of high school i think that is yeah so okay so 
I think we're around the same age. Are we? So yeah. I'm born yeah. at 85. Okay, I don't you're know if a I should younger, give that information. You're out. a little younger than me. So you're a little younger than me. I'm, and if you were listening to uh, Tupacalypse, that I mean, that came out what, like 91? Yeah. I'm not sure about Tupac. Let me. So yeah. when did you start listening? 92. Well, yeah. When did you start listening to hip hop? So when I was growing up in South Africa, we had a TV show, and that TV show is called Jam Alley. And uh, I think in America, you guys had a similar show, probably called Def Jam. I think it's that one. Def so Comedy the, Jam? No, the the like Def Poetry Jam. Oh, okay. I want to say. Word. So like we had like a lot of people come up. And they, they just get people from wherever, like township or something, and they just like freestyle or they beatbox, or like, you know, some of them just. And yeah, that kind of came about. The thing about South Africa is, like, when I was growing up there, it was really poor, and a lot of the, the country didn't have good political relationships with other countries. So most of the TV we saw was like old American TV. So, like, I grew up on like Sanford and some, okay. and like. You know, welcome back, Carter, and like you know, oh, so you good times, black. good times, like. But that's, that, but you that's see, that one drop that we're talking about, right? But this, this is my point: is like it was either that or you watch Dutch shows. What, what's like, it called? Oh, that's Dutch, an easy choice. Neighbor, neighborhoods is that the name of the show? Which show? It's a Dutch that show. British, uh, soap opera. Oh, neighbors. That's neighbors. Australian, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's Australian. But but my point is, is like you either watch that. Or you know, we, that's why Bill Cosby and all that, like Cosby Show. I mean, I don't want to get into all that, but but Cosby Show was like a big deal because it was like it was like a person on TV, and they weren't like a dirtbag. They weren't Mr. Or, T or something. Yeah. They were like a doctor, and but, it was like, yo, you can become a doctor if you mm. study. Mm. But at the same time, you were also watching like Sanford and Son about a dude running a junkyard and saying, right. "What do you want, you big dummy?" Right. Oh, so, also, I, I did a fact check. Tupacalypse, nineteen ninety one. Anyway. Right. November yeah. 91, so basically 92. Damn. Yeah. Let me just re- wind it back a second, too. I think I just heard the dude with four gold chains and some kind of a mohawk called Mr. T a dirtbag. <laughs> me. Was that was that accurate? No, I didn't call Mr. T a dirtbag. I love Mr. T. Mr. Okay. T raised me. That's my final form. I mean, yeah, I that's what I he sounds personally Seriously, yo, when I was a I kid, yo, when I was a kid, I wrote to Mr. T. Like, I'm, I'm being real. Like, I grew up on the A team. We're yo, gonna listen to that one yo, more time. No, I mean, I mean, like, I that's how people Maybe were represented slip, may, on TV. Right, you're right, right. You know, when you he watch was, the A team, no, no, right. You know, the ruffian of the A team. Yeah, this is how like they were always represented on TV. This is how like people. Like, you know, who look like myself and my family and stuff were represented on TV. It was like, oh, you know, you can be tough, but dumb. It's like, yeah, my father's favorite superhero, like, he used to read Marvel comics and stuff. And it was like, my father's favorite is Black Panther. It's like, for that reason, it's like, he's a scientist. It's like, you know, it said that, even though it was a fantasy, it said that, like, you know, it's possible for you to Mm. study and get better and, like, become somebody. Are you sure it wasn't because he was African? Yeah, I mean that too. Because I like the Black Ranger, but not because he. Oh, dance, really? You know what I mean? <laughs> what What did he call it? Hip hop keto or some shit? Oh, did he really it call like, it that? It no, really he he did it. Did it. no, he didn't. <laughs> <didn't. laughs> no, he didn't. Wasn't it some shit like it, that, Marvel? Like, no. yeah. I like how you asked Marvel. Marvel, you know? Uh, is this new information you watched? I feel like Marvel brought hip hop keto to Japan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nah, I was a Power Ranger. Guy. 
Oh too. really? Yeah. Me too, man. I thought I thought like that was like after your time, right? No, I was like I was like nine years old when Power oh, Rangers was right. rocking. I was just Damn. telling late the other day that my brother-in-law showed me um, the video for Snoop Dogg's uh, rollout single, uh, "What's My Name," and and that same day I watched that video. Like right after that, I recorded Power Rangers on a VCR. Like Damn. this is like my 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 whole childhood is basically geek culture and hip hop. Right, right. At every moment, yeah. the first two albums I bought. The Chronic and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 soundtrack. Yo, I bought that album too. The second one. Not the first one. <laughs> the second one had that Vanilla Ice Jam on it. It did. I'm not hating on Ninja Rap. Wait, I fuck shit. with Ninja Rap. The Ninja Turtles album had a Vanilla Ice song on it? Yo, you didn't see Dude, Ninja Turtles? I... Oh. oh, you're like a baby yeah, to this. Yo, I'm like, 23. Yeah. I, Yo. I don't give a shit about Power Rangers. Right. No, there was a there was a scene in the Ninja Turtles th- uh, Ninja Turtles when 2. They bust through the wall. Yeah, they bust through the wall and all of a sudden... The Michael just like actually that sounds dancing? horrible. That's crazy, that's crazy, crazy because <laughs> I don't give a shit about the Power Rangers either. We're like on both sides of that mountain, man. I think so. <laughs> yeah, we, man. We, we missed it. I'm rocking Yo, with Ninja with Turtles, Zach, the Black I, Ranger. I just want it. Sure. While we're talking about Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles was the first movie I ever saw in a cinema. My dad drove me to the. You know, city what? I want to say same. It was dope. It I want to like say the best same. Day of my was eighty nine, man. Yeah, so. But I want to say I actually had the best. This is totally off topic, right? I had the best cinema experience I ever had in my life last week, right? I watched 2001 A Space Odyssey reissue in the cinema. It was the wildest shit. Where? Like in uh, Toho Cinema in Shinjuku. Damn. Yeah, it was on a mad thing called like. Yeah, I would love to see that. I watched it. Yeah, it was IMAX, right? The music and the sound was bonkers cause like it was straight bonkers like i have to say i mean i was pretty stoned when i was in there i mean i don't know if i'm allowed to say that I but, but allowed to say i whatever watched you want. right but when i watched it afterwards i was actually a little bit disorientated like straight and i'm not that's not a complaint like it really affected my brain a little bit <laughs> and i want to say it was real it was dope it was like one of the best phenomenal film it was the best cinema experience i ever have full stop and it made me so jealous that people in the 70s when and watched like that thing and like the exorcist and like you know and like oh, suspiria yo i mean damn I now we got like marvel civil war with on a bunch of shrooms and that was a Ooh. phenomenal experience too yo shit. that's crazy i don't i don't know i love i love cinema and shit shout out to toho yeah they do a good job like the the popcorn with yeah. the butter and then in the tray and they put the tray so they don't have to be on your lap and all that yeah shout out to toho big time uh-huh. I watched uh, Robert Altman's The Long Goodbye. That's like a fucking noir, uh, noir film in L.A. We were talking about L.A. You guys see that movie. I watched that on acid, and that shit changed my life. Damn. I, acid does that sometimes. Well, I mean, yes, but like even compared to like other acid trips, it was, it was, it was like the high point of art. Yo, Marvel, you ever take acid, man? <laughs> no, not that. Oh, you I ever, you ever done a, a podcast on weed, man? <laughs> Red perhaps, team go! Red perhaps. team go! Damn, that's crazy, but Yeah, no, I never did that before. That's uh, it's white people drugs, as we call it back home. <laughs> like, I, I don't fuck I'm around with that. No, no offense. one told me this. <laughs> no offense. I don't fuck around with that. No one told me this. Uh, yeah. Gener- generally, yeah. I wasn't fucking around with any synthetic yeah. shit like that. Shrooms, yeah. trees. Yeah. 
Shrimp, shrimp's not synthetic. I mean, I don't do shrimp, but it's not synthetic, right? If it grows, no, man, yeah, so like, I mean, if they spray it, no, and that's stuff, just from outer space. Yeah, no, I like shrimps too. I just, I, I only like hallucinogens. Do. I don't really care about anything else. Damn. Let's uh, let's just go back. Let's take it back a step. Well, let's no, I mean like drugs. I don't well, fucking whatever. Right, right. <laughs> so, so when did you start making music? Uh, I started making music. I was probably about 15, 14. Uh, like, I was playing guitar and bass, like, pretty much full time. Like, all day, every day, I skipped school to play what, guitar. What genre were you trying to play? Uh, I was playing everything at the time because, like, uh, you know, like, the first cassette I bought was, like, Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction. Like, you know, I was all over the place with that team so like I'm, i was just playing whatever because i always you know i've always had like a weird taste it just changed like you know whatever i decide on the day so i was playing whatever but the reason why like i got really into heavy metal is because uh the technical aspect of it it like to play in a heavy metal band it makes you a better musician straight it's just like it's how it is and the people who play heavy metal let me tell you there's people playing the game on hard straight like hip-hop everyone likes hip-hop there's most people you know you can be like you know i'm uh, i make beats or whatever it's like how many people you meet that make beats or like that like hip-hop or even just like drake or something or like you know they're like so everyone's mom likes black eyed peas or some shit but the, the point is like if you play in a death metal band you got to do it because you're passionate because ain't nobody gonna show up you don't get laid it's like it's just straight hard mode you're not gonna get laid so not really no no not much like sometimes but it's like the quality is a real the quality is lacking the quality is lacking but you know i like that sometimes though it's like yo that sometimes it sounded real yo, significant it was the backbone of my sex life for a certain <laughs> period of time but no but not like that i mean that's serious so like i just i just think like doing that helped me like everything else is easy after that not easy but it's easier it's like you just gotta be passionate about what you want to do so all those dudes you know you think like you see them out there and they you know they wear makeup or whatever like the crazier it looks the you gotta understand that person as a person he can't be like tell his girlfriend yo listen to my new song yo mom check out this new track i made tell me what you think about it it's like man and i'm into it so it's like you gotta do it because you love it so i feel like that stuff frames and, the and rest that's of where it. you started can you give us like a kind of a, a timeline of your musical journey like you started playing with you know so i like and then mostly actually i started playing punk i was in like a lot of hardcore bands uh the misfits is the thing that changed me from like the hip-hop soul trajectory of like my whole neighborhood and everyone my cousins my family they all, you know, they all listen to hip hop, soul music, R and B. That was just how it was. And then when I, when I got into like Guns N' Roses, Misfits, you know, like Black Flag, Agnostic Front, stuff like that, my like family was like, "The fuck is this noise?" You know what I mean? Like it's not real music. And then that's kind of how it started with the guitar ting and the bass ting. And I just played in a lot of bands and I learned how to, how to put it all together. And then eventually, like in the first few bands, you get sick of waiting around for somebody to write a song. That's pretty much how it goes when you first start. Everyone's like afraid to show their stuff and no one really knows what's happening. So you just like, 
you know you just work with those people and then eventually you get tired of waiting so you just write your own music and then that's pretty much it and then you just it's a muscle as long as you keep flexing it like you get stronger and stronger you get better and now once you can write i'm convinced if you can write like a death metal song you can write a pop song cause you know what i mean it's like you can do it it's like the structure is more complicated than the other thing so if you understand the nuances and like what makes pop pop music then you can do it so who are you into yeah in uh or who were you into and who are you into you said misfits and oh like in the well, punk for, thing yeah for uh the metal heavy metal like i wouldn't call myself a metal dude but i played like in a lot of metal bands but like i said it's more from the technical aspect i really enjoy the technical push it's like i played in a technical death metal band it's like akin to playing in like a jazz fusion band where we don't have songs Word. we just make it up on stage because i mean i just i know some it. names but i've never really jumped heavy into the metal side Same. yeah I'm just like, you know, like I like Slipknot and right, right. like, uh, I'll, I'll stop at Slipknot because anything else I'm not comfortable saying I'm a huge no, no, fan. No, no, no. It's so you good. You know what I mean? It's all right. Yeah. It's what? like, yeah, but there's a lot of like, if you get deep into it, there's like a lot of other stuff in there, but like, there's a lot know, of- like Death Heaven and all that yeah. European stuff? I do, but it's not my thing really. Like, I don't really listen to that yeah i'm oh, more yeah. like now i listen to like a lot of hardcore and some grindcore and stuff but i feel like there's some nuances that come across like between genres especially like increasingly now like after listening to like some of the artists like hip-hop artists now it feels like you know they they grew up on like not rap right it's like especially now yeah the soundcloud rappers some of them don't even like it feels like some of them don't even respect the previous like that's how far like the and i respect that man it's cool man everyone should do what they want i saw an interview with ad rock from beastie boys it was on sway and they were asking him they're like what do you think about like you know hip-hop dudes not listening to you now he's like man they shouldn't listen to me cause yeah it's like I and i agree yeah. yeah it's like i agree i'm from the punk and the metal scene yeah. the punk and the metal scene is about looking over your shoulder what someone did before or oh, we can't do this because they didn't do it it's like all right it's like when we take a chance and do this it's like ah, oh, i don't know about that and it's like it's real strict real elitist but then hip-hop doesn't give a shit about like what happened before and i respect that it's like it's dope yeah it's fine if lil pump didn't listen to tupocalypse now it's like it's so good whatever so, so you just do what you want you're saying you respect it but would you advocate that or it was what would, would that be something advocate. like like if some kid was like, oh, I want to be a rapper, would you say, all right, just do your thing? Or would you be like, all right, listen to some of this and then figure out what you want to do? It's a bit of both, right? Like you got to know. Uh, I, no, that's a, that's incorrect. You don't have to know anything. You should do what you want to do. And if that's what you think, you know, if other people fucking with it, other people messing with it, you know what I mean? That's it. That's how I feel about it anyway. Like so some stuff just not for you you know and it's like it's I'm, I'm holding my yeah. tongue on this because yeah. I, I have a different opinion about yeah. the approach to hip-hop but but you know i, I feel i don't, don't want to go on a tangent i want to be I, 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 wanna, I agree you, you yeah you know I, that's fine i've heard people voice that opinion before as well and um i agree with ad rock he's like you don't listen don't listen to my shit i wasn't listening to people before me like that like 
but he also doesn't listen to any contemporary music. He said he only listens old right. shit too. So, uh, it, to but he's own, not releasing. But to be fair, he not releasing new music for young people now. Right. I mean, he releasing music for his audience who've been with him, yeah. probably people like you and me, yeah. who like understand the context of it. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. But you know, people like you know, little Yachty or some shit like that. They don't care about like what the classics were like what someone did before i feel like they don't care and it's like the reason i have issues with that type of stuff is that um a lot of this music and and where it emerges you have to be familiar about the socio-political like environment that birthed this and giving respect to the people who gave you the platform to be able to express yourself uh regardless if it's going to be underground or mainstream exploited by popular culture and anytime that something grows too far away from its source its roots it dies and with hip-hop culture being something that is more than just the popular music i think that people owe a certain respect to the pioneers and the forefathers and also to the um social political conditions that birthed this so you have to be responsible with your art as well i completely agree with you however like it's, it's like gotta be punk rules. too it's gotta be like fuck it no break but the, it's no the but but the thing is is like we can't dictate that those rules it's like you know imagine if the older people dictated the rules of like which like public enemy could like make you know their records it's like oh you can't do a track with anthrax that's ridiculous blood mm-hmm. that's a metal band you know or like something like that it's like so uh, i see for, the point so there. for like Sorry, I didn't mean to cut yeah, you off. No, 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 it's all good. But, like, uh, that's how I feel is, like, they shouldn't they shouldn't care what happened before. But there, There's a balance for ex- it. For example, I, I agree. reverence the point and I want also respect. Especially right. with hip-hop. Like, if they had caught on super early about sampling, there probably would be no hip-hop. Just because they would have been like, uh, you can't do that. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. But well, they did though. I mean, it was pretty shortly I mean, after Marley Mall started taking samples to that degree that hip hop. I mean, I mean, just any struck. loops or breaks at all. You know what I mean? That but was like guys, way like, later. But going like going back to what you said, right? You know about that it should be respected, like the previous stuff. Do you think that that was a while ago? Like that's so far in the distance. Like with the artists now, and with the attitude now, and with like just. Well, Just well like personally, I don't think a lot stuff. of these people are making hip-hop music in the sense that I think of hip-hop music. So I don't really care about Little Pump doing some shit. Right. And I don't think that we should have Little Yachty trying to spit bars on Sway just because somebody put his music into the box of hip-hop. Right. Like, I don't really give a shit. That's, that's cool, but that's on a personal thing. But I, I guess what I'm saying is, like, we can't dictate that other people don't give a shit. It's like, if a 16-year-old now, like, you and I, like, we're older, right? We have context. We have like we listen to a whole bunch of stuff. Like you got MF Doom on the wall. I, you know, I grew up listening yeah. to Ghost and Ray. Yeah. It's like, but I don't judge. I can't judge the music now right. based on then. Stuff's changed and the demographics different. Mm-hmm. And like straight up, like they don't care what you and I think. That's yeah. genuine. Yeah. And it's like I respect that on one level. I see Ben is yeah. is wanting Sorry. to get into this as well. Yeah. I mean, as and, and you and you work at no, you work within studying pop popular culture, so yeah. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, and I'm also the demographic. <laughs> so, um yeah. I mean, what I think you got to consider partially at least is like all right. When was the last time you you listened to to like a choral piece from like the year 400. Like, like when was the last time you as, as someone who gives a shit about, about, about music and art, 
listen to something like that and and was and really really and I'm not saying it can't happen, and, and I'm also not saying that it'll that that this is this that it, it's like this to the same effect, but to some degree, it can be if not impossible, debilitatingly uh, difficult or distracting for someone my age or for someone or for anyone like. 20 30 years younger especially now when things are moving so fast uh to on your to, to appreciate and internalize uh uh what came before to the to the degree that that you are, are are saying is necessary to be like i said before like i don't i mean again it's not impossible but like i've 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 listened to a lot of tupac i i I enjoy it, but I know that I will never be able to well, fall into it. Like what, I, what I'm like, you know, to, to your to your point, like going back and listening to 400, you know, 400 BC or any type yeah. of old music. That anthropological approach is not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like hip hop culture as it was established, and you don't need to go back and listen to everybody and give reverence. But I think that when you're operating within a genre that has roots in like a social political element, that it's important to figure like to at least do a little homework and have a little bit of responsibility on the type of things you're putting out i think that one of the central components and major tenets of hip-hop is also originality and breaking the rules so i don't really have a problem with a y- what young thug is doing it's it's also way young, yeah, thug, is, young thug is also not necessarily in the same group as as like lil yachty and and and, and lil pump i i don't think of those I don't think of those guys as being like. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What What do you What do you mean? Like, like talking, what, what What are you using to qualify like the distance? I, I don't know if I can like put it into words, but like they're like. <laughs> this nigga just made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they're like different school. Like, I don't want to say generations, but Young Thug is yeah. the wave before exactly. like Lil Pump and Lil Peep. I would say and, and like Young Thug would be like. If we were to give it a term, I would say like a mumble rapper. Yeah. And then Lil Peep and them are like SoundCloud rappers, yeah, which are that's... more like the not really rapping kind of dudes. I don't know if I'd call that's thug, just me like uh, bluntly labeling mumble, things. Mumble rapper, but yeah, SoundCloud ra- SoundCloud rappers where we're at now. If we were, if we have to put a name to it, and like, yeah, Thug's not a part of that. But anyway, like the SoundCloud rap generation, like fucking X, fucking Lil Peep, Lil Pump, Six Nine. These guys, these guys, to 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 answer what you said a second ago, you say you say that there's sort of a, a fundamental understanding of like what makes hip hop hip hop that needs to be wait am I or, or like the, uh, the the social political aspect and I would say well I mean am I am I representing your point correctly go on because I'm not okay. sure if you're what you're saying I mean <laughs> I I think I know what you're saying and my response would be uh would would be this is uh, a lot of that is just endemic to to culture. Like it it, it is it is immortal uh, inequality and and um, and and uh, social political strife. These things are 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 in the bones of almost all Americans. Um, and and even if you aren't directly addressing how that manifested 30 years ago you can feel it now at least enough to to 
to give foundation to like some statement you want to make. I mean, especially now because of all the stuff that's going on. But I think that's just kind of a, a, a universal truth. I, I don't know. I think we're going we're 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 going kind of far from what the original point was. Like, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I do. I no. I, I don't think it's either one of us like particularly doing it. But what it, what he was saying, like um, like do whatever you want. I mean, I love that. I love that kind of punk rock approach to just fucking doing shit. And I don't really have an issue with that. Larger, my larger issues with hip hop culture tend to be focused on how the industry manipulates what people perceive oh, as yeah. hip hop. Well, yeah. So I mean, that's like a whole, <laughs> that's like a whole nother thing. That's I don't. Different. That's I don't not think. A, it, yeah. yeah, that's not about. That's not about what Six Nine's doing. That's right. about what like. The, yeah, the, right, the industry right, is doing. Right, right. You know? Can I ask so. you a question? Right, like, do you think that ship has sailed? a while ago like <laughs> you know when i when i was younger i used to think like certain people not just didn't respect but like didn't understand aspects of the culture right and not just aspects of the culture aspects of the life like you know living like poor growing up poor sleeping in the bathtub you know what i mean like shit like that like people don't understand that shit but you know like a lot of rap that i saw in the early 2000s you know what i mean they didn't respect that shit either they was right. just all fake it's fake bullshit right it's been fake so it's been fake for a while it's going on nearly 20 years i feel like it's oh, 18 yeah. 2018 i say around 2000 oh it's been 20 years i mean right. I, I go i go on and so, on about the telecommunications right. act all the time and i think yeah. that's what started <laughs> the manipulation of hip-hop in a larger scale yeah but I think the ship the ship has sailed. Yeah, I'm I mean, saying like, I agree what, with what you completely. Hip hop yeah. music is like a whole different thing, and hip hop is also not some monolith where like everything yeah. is like this is the correct answer for hip hop. Right. There's been debate and argument about what the culture should be since its inception, like since its genesis. So um, Marley Mall is going to side on like I don't I don't mind those cats doing that, and Pete Rock's going to say yo fuck those cats doing that. Yeah, so yeah. It, it kind of just depends on your your thoughts on the culture, and when it comes down to it, I agree with you. Like, some people just don't need to give a fuck about it. Some I just want to say, uh, I, I kind of, yeah, I'm on both sides of the fence also. I just want to say people should go back and listen to old stuff. Yes. Just so you're not making the same fucking yep. music that's already been said. Yeah. For I don't, sure. like, like what we said about that linear jet line, or I said Learjet, whatever the fuck. I don't want to hear that line anymore. Yeah. I don't want to hear that sample anymore. Yeah. I don't want to hear this song about girls this way anymore. Like, make some new shit, because I've heard this shit before I agree. Already. I agree yeah. wholeheartedly, totally. but the, I, but yeah. but that's you, right? Like you've heard that shit, okay? But people who are like fifteen, th you know, thirteen, fourteen, yeah. right? And I and I they do never feel like I've made the opposite point on the podcast, right, also. But, so. but they're like, <laughs> yeah, but they're like consuming music now, like right. you know, like rappers, like you know, okay, you guys never heard of Six Dogs before. Six Dogs doing fine. He eating. My point is like, if you guys don't listen to him, that's fine. If I don't listen right. to him, that's fine. Because he has his own audience. It's actually not me at all. It's other people. It's like really young people who yeah. like look like him and do the same stuff as him. And they didn't like grow up in that situation. You know, they don't, they're not going to listen to like Big L and be like, yeah, I get it. It's like yeah. they didn't get it. You know what I mean? So it's fine. So well, then there's other stuff for them. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, like Drake's success doesn't fuck with my understanding or my like consumption of hip hop whatsoever. Um, there's the people that say like hip hop is fucking dead. It's ridiculous to me because there's been dope ass hip hop every single fucking year 
regardless of what you what what you like about hip hop. Like if you right. like fucking snap music, somebody's still yep. making some really dope ass snap fucking music or yep. boom bap or whatever. That shit's hot. So yeah. it probably is hot as fuck. I mean, yeah. you you want a different type of sound. Like late Esky one of late one of late's favorite artists, um, Little Ugly Man. That motherfucker is not making anything that's trying to be mainstream and pop right now if you want that kind of memphis molassesy fucking riding the slab fucking with big ass rims sound like you can find it anywhere like right right you can find it if you look for it is what i should say florida so yeah. word i mean uh, i i know i know we kind of went off on a tangent here while we were supposed to be discussing uh you kylo but sometimes the mega late show no, does I that like shit it. man we about it yeah like, we love i like these it. conversations yeah. can i can i throw in one the... thing really quickly um this is uh something about rock music but it is entirely true there's a guy called john kovach he like literally wrote the book on like an academic understanding of rock history and he says that like rock as like the initial thing the phenomenon ended with woodstock with like the og woodstock because that was the moment um the moment rock was recognized to be profitable uh mm. and and everything after that is some combination of uh, artificially keep keeping it going for profit and just afterglow from this magnificent singularity. I, I don't know if and I agree with well, that. Well, no, no, no. It's, of course, it's like a huge statement. And like, I'm not saying I totally agree with it either. But this idea of of this this idea of like time moving forward and getting away from the original whatever is uh universal it's just a part of the the the, the life cycle of pretty much any artistic movement i think <laughs> I, I mean i mean yeah we're all gonna have like everybody has their own perspective and opinions and like when i was saying mumble rap and uh soundcloud rap those aren't necessarily the terms that i would use to define those genres and it's hard to pick a place you know when did tupac stop being like a kind of conscious guy and become a gangster rapper you could say this album you could say this song i mean everybody's gonna have their opinions on those kind of things so yeah but i mean the conversation's worth having i feel or the discussion you know actually the fact that we have the conversation is actually really healthy because like in other genres like taking heavy metal or something for instance it's like that's just really stagnant you know everyone's busy worrying about what happened before and shit's so stagnant that like it gets straight boring sometimes like you know it's just boring it's just derivative of something you heard before at least if you listen to some new hip-hop artists and you're like yo this is trash like i hate this right (laughs) it's like the point is is like at least it was so different that it made you like completely off it right i mean that's for somebody surely at least there's like some variety i feel like but yeah i mean i don't know that's yeah. that's what i think i feel like it's good that there's variety not everything's for like people at the table or people outside the table or whatever so yeah i was gonna say he was, he was saying there are people out there that say rap is dead they must have no clue whatsoever about rock music because rock music's dead or at least it's it's way more <laughs> on the outs so yeah, yeah. word uh kylo when did you start actually playing or where sorry i meant to say like uh playing uh music like like were you playing before you were producing or oh yeah 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 i had already recorded like a bunch of albums before i was producing like i was on the other side of it 
a lot and that's actually what got me to start producing and so i was like i think i can do this like was that in south africa or australia? no no that was about in australia yeah australia has like a lot of opportunities south africa don't have very many opportunities for me so we're in australia in sydney yeah in sydney uh sydney is a good place i guess Yo, i was about somewhere. to say how do you feel about sydney man like it's hard australia is a bit difficult for me because like i've always felt like an outsider there you know all my friends are like immigrants like they're korean or they're like persian or they're like you know south african it's like so it's hard i have some australian friends but yeah so do you have a favorite australian musical group or artist favorite australian musical group damn I'm not that's really a good question. sure. That's not a good question. That is a really good question because there actually if is a If you don't, lot. it's okay. I'm just curious. There's actually like quite a few like really good bands and like things from Australia, but off the top of my head, oh, I can't think of anything. I'm going to say personally, like In Excess and stuff is mm. dope. Like they have really good music <laughs> when i was a kid i i, I like that stuff but yeah. as a kid i haven't listened to it yeah. years, but as a kid there was some good stuff in the 80s <laughs> do you like yeah do you like uh, nick cave uh not personally no but he's actually a really nice person i met him before. oh yeah yeah i like nick cave nick cave's great good. yeah he's a nice guy i'm See, back by the way so i don't know what i missed while i was in the restroom uh you know we just okay. answered the riddles of life and things yeah Perfect. 42 actually we were deciding if Cappadonna is in or out <laughs> still well I came back still with the documents it's uh, <laughs> yeah. hard confirmation yeah. but Yo, I, well, I fuck with yeah. Melbourne heavy actually though Melbourne's dope like the problem with Sydney is like the music thing is like getting cut down like all the places that you can play is like they're shutting them down and they just start like uh, like gambling places in Australia they call it pokies it's like poker machines you know like the slot machines so because they replace all like the venues with that so they don't have to deal with like people coming in and drinking and like enjoying a show and they might get rowdy or like you know they might shout or something like that so instead of dealing with that they just have like the slot machines and then they have elderly people come in and give their whole retirement fund up to yeah. the pub it's like so that's it and the insurance goes down and and all that thing so sydney's a bit tough to like do work in and you that's go back why often uh i've been back like a few times like for a vacation and i still got like some places out there so yeah just got to go check on like business stuff but uh yeah i just go to see my friends pretty much like essentially but there's no work to do out there do you know what i mean like on a music Even for you on a music thing, there's no work. No, when I was a tattoo artist, like I came to Japan as a tattoo artist. It's you like, still tattoo? Nah, nah, nah. I gave. I was it about up. to try to yeah, get the plug, but hey, yeah. yo, let me get that. My you boss still got them. Still got, I got them. on it. What they call it? A gun? Machine. Uh, yeah, we still got the machine. Yeah, tattoo artists hate it when you call it a gun. Apparently. Oh, I mean, that's why real I asked, you know about what I mean? Stuff, right. yeah, I'm but, very aware but is, of but you got pronouns. Yeah, and right. But this is why it's I, called a they. Yeah, this is why I quit though. <laughs> they hate it when you call it a girl. Yeah, I said <laughs> they because yeah, I said they because I am not involved <laughs> in that thing. I haven't been involved yeah. in a while. So yeah. Word. okay. Yeah. Did, did we get the answer? Does he have the machine yeah. or now? I'm trying to get. Oh yeah, I got the machine. I got all the machines at home still. Yeah, but my boss, my boss is like low-key the dopest tattoo artist in tokyo okay He's really fucking tell him cool. to holler at the mega late show we want to get him on the podcast uh, yo, what, yeah you don't have to say yeah, the he's shop a fashion designer what yeah. neighborhood is the shop yeah in, in shibuya oh, shout shibuya? out my boss in shibuya megu megu son 
They speak English? Yeah, he speaks English, yeah. Yo, uh, look yeah. up for that Mega Late Show episode, early 2019 yeah. tattoo. We're going to yeah. be doing live tattoos on the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm down right. Yeah, yeah. Too All right. Sure. I'll come out of retirement to do that one. Well, word, man. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your new upcoming projects and kind of the creative process and when these things are coming out? Well, I got a few projects and stuff, but the main thing I would like to push is... Uh, right now i'm on the lookout for artists like if you're a pop artist if you're a jazz artist if you're a hip-hop artist if you metal punk whatever it's like i'm right now i'm on the thing where like i'm trying to record people i'm trying to make people the best that they can be so i'm not wanna, just producing no i'm on a songwriting thing right now like mm. uh, like not just a production thing but on a songwriting thing like if like uh, my passion at the moment is listening to your body of work and working out like how I can make you a better version oh. of that. And that's like what I really want to do. And that's like why I'm trying to work with as many artists as possible. It's like my favorite producer is Quincy Jones. Like everybody's favorite be. producer should Yo. be Quincy Jones. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Sure. I definitely agree. Yeah. But no, I'm just like saying great. Some taste. people, yeah. But some people like, you know, so I just really want to make people the best that they can be, especially in Japan. It kind of hurts my soul sometimes. Like you see an artist, you know, okay, here's the difference, right? In Australia, there's everyone got an album. Everyone got an album. Everyone got a band. Everyone got beats. Everyone got something, right? Everyone making something. But half of it is trash or, you know, I mean, I'm not here to judge or whatever, but some of those people have no right to make stuff. You know, I've been, I've been, wow. in, that, I've been in that category as well, right? But the, the difference is, in Japan, there's all these really talented people who think they can't do it. And you say, like, mm. yo, man, you record an album or something? Like, me? Record an album? Nah, I could never record an album. It's like, yo, you know you sing cold better than, like, you know, half the people who record right now. Those people yeah. use, like, you know, You're Pro Filipino, Tools and all that so stuff. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's, that's what it is. And it's like, people in Japan don't have that overconfidence that mm. we have in the west so like people in the west i'm like why can't i be an actor yeah. why can't i be a musician or something but yeah it's like oh, shit but, man i'm really yeah. glad we got you on the podcast because yeah, we come man. across so many talented people mm. who are just starting kind of don't even know their yeah. way around a studio aphrodite like, so, holler yeah. at us yeah, yeah man i mean everybody holler. Like, there's a lot of people that's the thing is like i'm not even like at this stage like i'm not like yo you come record with me you know four hours is you know x amount of dollars like you know i'm not even asking for that i just want to link up with people we build our portfolio together you get you know we get blessings together we get better together mm. and then the money comes or you know you get your success and we i both get 80 percent <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 no you, i'm, I'm yeah. kidding but yeah like, we both but i'm um, what i mean is like together. we both get that success you know what i mean it's like it's on a link up thing and it's like in tokyo there's that opportunity to link up with people and to like have things you know it's like it's about playing you know the role it's like it's not easy for us in japan but it also is easy for us in japan sometimes you know what i mean right yes. it's like if you guys are doing a hip-hop podcast and in a room full of Japanese dudes doing hip-hop podcasts, it's different, you know? You Word guys got to look. 
it's yeah. just it's just how it is so you gotta learn what your position is and just play it and that's what i'm trying to do at the moment so you know i'm messing around with like a lot of j-pop artists and stuff like that and trying did, to make them did you say that you're like, opening yeah. up a new studio or did you say yes. you're starting a website I, I forget so uh i have a new studio uh that is like literally moving in on monday because like it was a pain the last the last month has been pain because like in japan trying to get like a spot and like you know even just my photo deters people you know what i mean and they like they don't want to accept my sweaters or what do you think the sweaters no i think it's the knuckle tats i want to say it's the beard Oh yeah, maybe I'm averse to beards too. You know, yeah. I thought this guy's questionable. Marvel too. I'm looking at him. I used to have a really big beard, actually in Japan. Like Marvel will tell hey, you, yeah. I had a really big beard, cause, and it's like I actually shaved it off because of like comments. It's like it just wears away at you eventually, and you're like, yo, you know what? I've actually had enough G hard comments for one day. Fuck, I'm actually I'm, done with that, yeah, cause yeah. So, out here from Japanese yeah, people. Yeah, from say. Japanese people, from straight Japanese people, cause. I was gonna say, I, I hope that was yeah. a thing in the states. I didn't yeah. know about. Nah, nah, in Japan <laughs> they do that shit too. So it's like, you know, so well, good, they're whatever. Gonna, they're gonna stereotype everything out here. Can I go on a quick Japanese aside? Right? People please. call. People yeah. keep calling uh, me Harry please, Potter. Please, please. A guy. Yo! No, I'm just kidding. I was. A guy I went to school with who's out here said he was at a meeting and this japanese woman was like you know i don't understand why in america and i know this word is offensive but since we're here in japan why can't i call you nigger and just said it to his face yo no she did not call yeah, just like during small word. talk did King pop out and say you can't <laughs> say that damn. oh man damn oh, man. I, well, shit yeah that's disgusting but I can I can imagine you know like you know I'm I'm obviously multiracial. Uh, my dad's black Seminole. My mother is Filipino, right, right. Japanese, German, Spanish. But I look kind of like everybody from all races, depending on where I'm yeah. at. I get it. Yeah. I get anybody that's brown. You know, none of the yeah, me too. Yeah, 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 but yeah. if yeah. I grow my beard out, then I would definitely. I've actually when I had a beard, um, one of my buddies was like, "It's very Islam." And I was like, okay, I mean, yeah, sure. that's not I'm an adjective. Yeah, that's not an you know? adjective, so, though. Yeah, just, yeah, exactly. Can I just <laughs> you know, put a shout you know out? Do. Shout out to people who use that as an yeah. adjective. No, it's no, not, not an you, adjective. But, yeah. but so, and this yeah. was like right like after post post nine eleven. It was yeah, like maybe yeah, nine, yeah. Uh, like two thousand and four yeah. or some shit. So yeah. yeah, I was getting it, and um, that's one of the reasons <laughs> I keep my shit low too because um, I don't want to have to slap a motherfucker for being ignorant. Yeah, I mean, I've been in one fight already in Japan. That was enough, I think, for me. Tell us about this story, please. Oh, shit, what? <laughs> Top to bottom. Oh, shit. Uh, it, did Marvel Mar- 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 there? No, he was not. <laughs> nah, he was not. Yo, if Marvel Mar- Mar- was there, he would have I would still would have been arrested because I wouldn't even be here. I would be out. Tell, like, us, yeah. tell us the stories. Do you so really want to early know? Sunday morning. And Marvel translated into Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell, but tell make it exciting. It. Can you make it like One Piece or some <laughs> shit like that? Yeah, like make know, it exciting. Embellish a little yeah, bit. Like, yeah. Give it, it'll take like three episodes to tell the full story. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you want to tell it. I, I got into a fight in a place. I'm not going to mention the place. Mm-hmm. The guy was not Japanese. He was American. Sorry. 
and he uh Ben's yeah. like USA yeah I was about to say USA drop yeah, yeah 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 I just start yeah, playing wait, the wait, national wait. anthem while, right now. yo while oh, you play it, play it now and then I can tell you what he said to me like to the background of the USA music <laughs> it's like that'd be cold yeah then it's like no so anyway it was pretty rough and then uh we what, what did he say wait, actually, like, like, actually if I can just mm. chime in real quick yeah Marvel there's one knows. thing in uh South Africa that we black folks say that they don't really appreciate. What is that? I don't. Safa. It's the uh, the N word. Oh yeah, ma. Like oh, but you know they don't rock it as like a term of endearment. Okay, slang you know out there like that. Not. It's a little different. Not when I was young. Like when I was young. Like like if I said that, man, like my family would kill me. Like, mm. but in saying that, yeah, I went back home i visited my auntie the other day and she called my uncle that in front of me and i was like yo what? out of anger or like out of like a joke oh, okay. she was like you know he's a lazy guy like that oh, like that shit. yo because he just woke up and he was like oh you're here so it still had the negative like, connotation though ah uh, kind of but it's like so i don't know i guess it's changed i haven't been there for you know for a long time so i can't claim to say you know what they're doing now you know it's like but when I was young, it's a no. no. It's a no from everybody, Yo. unanimously. Not just like, you know, one group. It was a no from everybody. I mean, they're, yeah. yeah. They, let, let me ask, late, I, I don't think I've ever talked to you about this. Does your, your mom or dad say it? Because my dad and my father absolutely don't use it. No. But maybe uh, it's like a generational my dad's thing. Family, same, same. Okay. My dad's family uses it. Like his sister uses yeah, it. Yeah. Right. But I mean, they're like various family members. Southern. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sure. not Florida, but above Florida. Like yeah. nowhere part of Georgia. Oh, right. See, my stepdad grew right. up in. The I can say the name Florida, and it'll like sound super. Nay Hunter. That sounds like Nay a joke. Hunter. Yeah, that's a real place wow. my dad came my, from. My my stepdad's from 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 Defeniac. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. Defeniac. Wait, what state? Is that, is that Mississippi? Florida. 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 Yeah, Defeniac. It's near Pensacola, but I mean, it's like you got to go through a whole jungle to get to it. I'm not gonna lie, it sounds like a condition of source, man. Defeniac. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like a condition. It's like an anti crack serum. You take this Defeniac and you'll no longer feed for the crack. Yeah. But yeah, uh, my parents didn't use it like that either. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've heard my mother use it in a negative connotation towards my stepdad, though. Ooh. Right. I've never, I've never, like. Maybe that's I not nice to put on the podcast, but they ain't listening to shit. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> you know, it's all, it's all love here. But. Yeah, I don't know. It's, an it's different. Yeah. It's it, it, wait. We I don't have any judgment. I don't have any judgment either yeah. way. Yeah, what, so the, what did the you, guy say? Are you oh, not yeah. wanting to tell the story? Because yeah. I'm not going to force you oh, to do it. I'm just like not trying to rat on myself, but I'll okay. tell you some details. Like, well, tell I us mean, about this other person got, like, that had a similar story to yeah, yours. So, like, yeah, I mean, he he like. What did Marvel yeah, do? Yeah, he called them the thing. <laughs> yo. Yo, Marvel. I don't go out with Marvel anymore because he stabs too many people out and then I got to hide yo, body. I, uh, I've yo, seen him yo, choke yo, the fuck yo. out of somebody right before breakfast. Yo. Like, the man just has Damn. no... Damn, yeah, that's cold. There's a line, and if you cross it, that's cold. Like one time we were out, we were getting dinner, and the the we were like, you know, there's some white people there, and we were like, yo, what chicken you want? And the guy's like, oh, I'll get the boneless. Marvel looked like you were about to jump over there and choke that motherfucker. <laughs> yo, for me too. Marvel and I just look at each other. We're like, yo, what the fuck? Is this guy a child? 
<laughs> Get your ass to McDonald's some fucking chicken shit. nuggets It's like yo Yo I need some bones so and that Yo I didn't know He was yeah. hating on Boneless chicken <laughs> <laughs> Is that just the whole story Is that it <laughs> That, that <laughs> legitimately Is like yo That's enough like, It's all barbecue Barbecue yeah. like, He was like yo You want some hot sauce With that <laughs> Nah Yo, yo, I'ma fuck this nigga up, man. <laughs> Marvel was like, "You don't want bones in there? The fuck's wrong with you, man?" <laughs> is this still? It's so distracting. <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh yeah, that time. Anyway, I mean, I hit him once. Like serious. I hear Marvel hit him once. once. Yeah, Marvel hit him once, and like it looked like the guy bit through his lip. And he passed the fuck out straight. And then oh, it was good. like, you know, what did he do? Oops. Was it the boneless chicken shit? Uh, no, boneless chicken shit is not like, it's yeah. not, that's not enough for me to hit somebody. I like, I might kidnap you and leave you like far away, <laughs> but like, I'm not gonna, you know. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, he called me the N-word. Trapped in a room times. with like he a bucket of N-word? Yeah, he did. He called me the N-word a few times. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to get out of like that. Nah, I've, I've, yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got like a, the way that I approach it is I'll let you get away with it once and I'll tell you not to do it. Yeah. The second time you do it, I'm going to say definitely don't do that again yeah. and then the third time it's it's really going to be violence that's the last that time was I my exact that was my that exact trajectory thing. yeah yo that was my exact thing actually yeah. you know actually it wasn't not just the words it's uh, it was uh he said it to me and then like i was like i want to do this i don't want to get calling sent. you that i don't want to get saying it? he was saying it out loud in the room and i was the only person who was not japanese in the room so he was talking about me where he was, where was saying, he from he was Amer- I don't know. He was some American dude. He was white oh, yeah, guy. You said that, I bad. don't know. I don't really know where he was from. Sorry, I didn't get no. that. Those details. Defeniac. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get those details. Anyway. Sacagawea, yeah. But Georgia. that's about it. Yeah, I mean. Is that is that the anti N word? Is that the rehab medicine? Defeniac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, anti N word. Is that one? Is that really one? There might need to be for some people. They can't help themselves. If it, if it is, it's got to come boneless. Yeah. It's got to <laughs> boneless. You got to debone that shit. Because those are the people going to be using yeah. the anti yeah, But but uh, fuck fuck all the racism. We don't we don't need to give them any time or even try to break down how we solve these fucking problems. Tell us your social media, and then we'll take a break. Oh, uh, actually, my social media is Kylo Yen Kylo dot Yen. But uh, I got a website, kyloyen.com, and uh, that should be up by the time this thing goes out. And then uh, I actually have, like, my whole discography. Like, I have, like, you know, all the stuff I worked on, the stuff I wrote, and some bio and stuff. So you can hit me up on that. Yeah, kyloyen.com. Straight up. Take us out, Marvell. You, you could just say, like, uh, nah, drop a 16. Yeah, just, yeah, just <laughs> drop a 16. Yeah. But make it offbeat like that Nas joint. <laughs> <laughs> clap on, yeah, clap was, on a one and three. Was that, was that on the podcast or, or were we just talking about it when we were talking about that? <laughs> no, that was not on the podcast. Okay. Oh my bad. Sorry. Or maybe it was. I don't know. I, I don't think remember. it was. I'm we pretty sure it was. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was. Sorry. Yeah. Please. No, no, no. No, we ain't letting Marvel take us out no more. Mega Late Show 2018 <laughs> episode 45. Carlo Yen, get it together. I'm here at the Mega Light Show Light and Mega and uh, we are chilling here in Ikebukuro Yo, this is Goyama You're listening to the Woke is Tokyo podcast The Mega Light Show 200 IQ version Fusion Ha!
Yo, what's good? This is DJ Spinner, and you're listening to the Mega Late Show, the number one hip-hop podcast in the world. Peace. That was really good. This is Kyler Yent. You're listening to the Mega Late Show with Capadano. Yo. Mega Late Welcome. Show. Oh, were you doing it? Oh, I mean, shit. Let's both do it. Let's go back to back like Run DMC. Yo. Mega Late Show. Welcome back. Episode 55. Here with Marvell, Ben, D. Dallinger, and our guest, Kylo, Kylo Ren. Ren? <laughs> Shit! <laughs> <laughs> Got all the way to the finish line. Yeah. Roll it back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yo, now you're going to yo, get that. Cup. All right. You're going to get a Back to this uh, wonderful idiot shit, the Mega Late Show, number one hip hop podcast in Tokyo. And we do have the phenomenally talented and eclectic music artistry of Kylo Yen. He hit it that time. We got yo. Sometimes when we be saying the same shit at the same time, I feel like those are some of the brightest moments. Yeah, <laughs> we've done it quite a few times, and uh, I rock with it all the time. My favorite is when somebody asked a question and we were both like, "No," at the same time on the fifty uh, on the, uh, the year anniversary episode. I don't remember the question. Yeah, I don't remember it either. But they were wrong and we were right. <laughs> Shout out to us. Um, and now this segment of the podcast is the weather report which is we call it that because it's kind of like what's going on around us basically what's in our headphones and what we're listening to what we're rocking with or something that we really want to highlight here on the podcast it could be anything new old fucking independent mainstream it doesn't matter and uh we're just gonna go ahead and start sharing our own shit and uh, i guess i'll go ahead and get should i get started first and then go into kylo let's do kylo first what uh, well, you go first? Is yours? Yeah, I mean, you depends first. on what yours is, right? Um, well, mine is a Tokyo artist, so maybe this is the Tokyo spotlight here. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go ahead and start with the Tokyo spotlight, which is actually the part of the podcast where we talk about some real dope shit here in Tokyo. And um, mine is actually an album that I just got today. It is by a uh, beat maker here in Tokyo, who I think we've uh, listeners, longtime listeners will have heard us talk about him. And he's also kind of a prominent figure in the Tokyo beat scene. His name is Cram, spelled mm. with a C, C R A M. And uh, he's just really dope, kind of a younger guy, I think. Mm. I don't know. Uh, I want to get him on the podcast. He said he's down quite a while ago. We just never got around to it. He just released this album called The Lord. And. Um, yeah, it's 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 got several tracks. I want to say like 18, 19, 25 tracks on it and they're a little bit short, but they are really good. And the track the track I'm going to play right now is called The Lord, which features uh Isugi, the rapper, not Ilsugi, the beat maker. Mm-hmm. It features Kojo, who is uh really dope and you've heard us talk about him on most recently maybe with Marley Mall or Elder Sensei, somebody Aaron Cholai episode, we talked about him. He's a dope MC that was in New York for a long time. Yo, I'm hearing these names so often these days. I'm like, yo, didn't, didn't I just see a release for this? Something? Or like a release party? But that may have been somebody else's album. Yeah, I think they're all performing at the 15th anniversary of Jazzy Sport as well. Yo, the uh, Cram release party for The Lord is going to be November 17th at Solfa. It's a Saturday I'm playing there as well. That's right. D. Nice. Dallinger is going to be playing his wonderful beats there. So get get involved. Go. And I think that's also the night of Bay Tokyo. So uh, divide your time wisely. Hit I'm also playing show. that night. The Ocean and I. Oh, shit. That is a stacked weekend, the 17th. 
But um, here goes here Wait, goes seventeenth or seventh. Seventeenth. Okay. Yeah. So here goes here goes that track late. Rap shit, hip hop shit. Damn it, Dellinger. <laughs> He's fucking doing live effects on the 404. Um, also, all of these tracks will be at the end of the podcast for you to listen to without. For you to listen to without uh, Darren's. Dallinger's effects on him, <laughs> and also for you can check him out without I us talking it. over them. That's but uh, yeah, I, I guess this is this is a good time for me to talk a little bit more about the beat scene. We've had a, quite a few dope beat makers on the podcast: Fitz Ambrose, Submerse, Dallinger, uh, as well as Aaron Cholai, Devin Morrison. Yeah, Devin Morrison, and and Japan has got a really dope scene for that. And uh, yeah, Cram is one of the cats. He's like one of the first dudes that I saw perform out here. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to check out this album. Was that uh, Isugi first up? I couldn't tell with uh, Dallinger and his isolator effects. Yo, on the yeah, <laughs> I, I want to get the yeah. same treatment just yeah. quietly. Okay. <laughs> dope. No, this is Isugi. Okay. I haven't heard a lot of Kojo, but he sounded different. But yeah, this is called The Lord And it features these guys I'm gonna put that on there And let me go ahead and play a track That doesn't have um, vocals over it Really quick It's very short, like 46 seconds This is called Demon Flip I think all of these guys are skaters too I think they all skateboard and shit Bugseed and all those cats Oh really? Yeah Wait, did Bugseed do anything on this album? No yeah. Yo, still waiting for Bugsy to get on the podcast. Come back from Okinawa. Guess we have to go fam. to Okinawa. Yeah. The the bass sound like a drunken tiger. You know drunken tiger? No, not familiar. From Korea? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Korean joint like back in the day. We I haven't listened to him school. a lot, but uh, it's like a, his a, wife a I've three. listened to. Yeah, there's three dudes in Drunken Tiger. Like, oh, they're a group? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like oh, Tiger JK and there's like That's DJ Shine, yeah. I think. I forgot the name. Sorry. Word. That's dope. So yeah, this is uh this is my little uh, weather report, man. I guess who we'll go into next is going to be, let's go into Kylo since I've already got oh. it on my phone really quick. Let me pull it up. Uh yeah, this uh, track I did with uh, uh MC. I'm working with uh, Basie in Tokyo. He's from uh like the DC area. Uh, his name's CFJ. Shout out CFJ. He's really dope. And uh, so we're going to put out some stuff next week. but uh, Sorry, next month. But uh, this track, actually, I'm using on my lo-fi joint as well. It's actually my opening for that. But Can I go ahead and start the track? Is there raps over it? Or yeah, no, no, play. no. You can play it, yeah. Here we go. Let's start now. Wait, the artist isn't on the track? No. Okay. So this is a lo-fi opening? Yeah, this is just me, actually. Cause okay. What's the name of it? So, actually, this track is called Bunny Chow. It's the name of a food from my hometown. Marvel laughing, you okay. know what that is. So, yeah. Bunny Chow. Bunny Chow, because, like, yeah. Yo, have you Yo, not fucked with the beats you know here? Uh, a little bit, but actually, I've been trying to work with artists a lot more but recently like yeah i've been trying to 
because like I wasn't doing sampling before. Mm. I haven't done it for like years. I was just making my own samples, like Word. playing piano and then just well, sampling uh, myself. But one of the no. most prominent prominent be making would I be wrong in saying that? Devin Morrison, he wasn't using a whole bunch of samples mm, right, in right. a lot of his music either. Oh, he's a composer, so he yeah. would he would write a lot of the music. Right. Is this sample from a fucking NES game? No, it's a sample from a Japanese, uh, like a really old funk song. Okay. Yeah, so right now I'm trying to sample old Japanese music because I really like the, I like vocal samples. You know, I really like MF Doom and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Mm. So I like to chop up the, like uh, MF Doom and Havoc, are like my two favorite hey. producers called Select. Yeah, so <laughs> I like, uh, yeah, I like that kind of stuff, like mixing it up, keeping it simple. But I find like a lot of the lo-fi stuff, is like uh, a lot of lo-fi stuff is like um like real sad sounding you know Word. some of it's like kind of yeah like you know it's kind of sad so i'm trying to get on like a downloader with the live remix yeah that's the he yeah, didn't want to rap over it or it's like yeah no 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 we got it we got like uh we got stuff but how i say it's unfinished Okay. We're not ready to like show people yet, so just wait yep. until next month. Yeah, I was about to say so, this yeah. is dope. Yeah. So, can yeah. I play? Thanks, can man. I play that other track? Do they have biscuits in Tokyo? Uh, my jazz team. Yeah, yeah, you can play it if you want. Uh, I gotta give some context to that though. Like, <laughs> it's interesting though. The vocals in it uh, was like with this YouTuber that I linked up with. He makes craft actually from Mississippi. It sounds crazy, but his yeah. voice is. Wait, dope. he makes what? Like craft. The cheese? Craft, you guys say. Not like, you know, like craft, like, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like prints and stuff. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Making models. Visual oh, like, like oh, yeah. another medium of art. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I liked his voice. So I put him over this jazz track I played. I was so. wondering, because if you listen to it, it, it uh, let's, let's, let's play it for a second. Uh, biscuit. I'll be thinking about do they have biscuits in Tokyo? See if they got biscuits in Tokyo. Yo, yo, that's so yeah. dope. Yeah. At a mild out last night during the cipher, this Japanese dude walked up and just started like talking in Japanese, not like poetry or anything. He was just like talking, yeah, spoken word type. No, not just even talking. I mean, I, I don't know what he was saying. Maybe, but he just walked up, said like a couple things, and then just walked out of the circle. And everybody was just like, "Yes, that's so deep." <laughs> <laughs> that was dope. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I really like spoken word. Like I, grew, like I said, I grew up on like you know deaf poetry jam, and like you know we had like other shows and stuff similar to that. So I like, I like music with like some sort of vibe over it. You know, it's word. a vibe, right? Yeah. It is a vibe. Yeah. yeah, man, you've got a lot of different types of music that you make, and they're all really strong and good quality. So Thanks, I'm fucking blood. with you, man, big I time. I appreciate that. Cool. Yeah, and I think that you working with other artists is going to be a great thing. The sheer number of talent that we encounter, um, especially from some of the like newer artists who are just finding their voice and things of that yeah. nature, I think you can really help them develop and then uh, take that eighty percent cut. <laughs> hey, and put me on the contract too. Get that mega late show. We get that three percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. For finding the talent. Yeah. The mega late show is transitioning to becoming A and R's. So record label. <laughs> right. Now, that, I mean, I'm joking, but I, you know, like that. Yeah. That's really hot, man. Oh, thanks a lot, blood. I really appreciate it. Who wants to come in? Uh, I'll Who come next. Who wants to come in next? All right, yeah. 
Uh, I played this last night, actually, and I played him maybe last year, maybe on Terry's episode. Uh, Knox Brown. I think uh, he's a singer out of England. I thought it was Father for some reason. Uh, but I don't know what it is about this dude, but... Oh, shit. Yo. His tracks are crazy, man. The song I played last year, No Slaves, had a similar kind of gospelish sample on it. But uh, I think that track featured Talib Kweli. But this track is like, it's kind of in the same vein, but it's, I don't know what it is about this one. This one has like a, more of a, I don't know, it hit me a little bit more than that other one did. And that one hit me a lot. It does kind of have like a gospel influence. It's very Definitely. Here. I think that's his whole thing. But he's English? I don't know what the deal with that is. Maybe he likes Chance the Rapper a lot? I mean, I don't I don't know if gospel is as big in England as it is in America. How could it be? Like, Well, well I don't know. When I think of gospel, I think of southern black church yeah. music. Yeah. So, I mean, I... I don't know. Maybe there was rocking that Kirk Franklin up there and shit. I mean, gospel is part of the foundation for like rock music. Yeah. So, yeah, they're into it. I mean, like African people move everywhere because they, you know, move to England and stuff too. So, but but gospel is very very American. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But so is blues, and 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 the Brits were like. We all know Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Top of that. There wouldn't be Led Zeppelin Ooh. if Led Zeppelin hadn't heard the blues. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, this song is called Goosebumps no, by no, uh, I mean, Brown. no real shots against Led Zeppelin. Stuck. I like their music just fine. No and, and I'll shoot quite a, a few shots. tracks. And at the Eagles. And at the Rolling Stones. I'll shoot a couple shots. There's a there's a real, real yeah, hot Eagles button Eagles and Rolling right Stones. Are they, are they contributing? Are they donating to any historic black colleges? Ro- Led, Led Zeppelin? Zeppelin? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. The Eagles, maybe. Okay. Yep. Can There's I a, can I say one dope story about the Eagles? Uh, the singer from the Eagles he died, and then that's his a dope story. Son, yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, that is a dope <laughs> yeah, story. Yeah, and yeah, and I yeah, I think it was the guitar the guy in the Glenn, Glenn Fry. Well, he was sorry. one of the singers. Yeah, as but well. he was one of the singers, he right? And then he got replaced still by his, he's still being a dick. Yeah, but he got replaced by his son, and his son sounds exactly like him, cause. And I don't know how to feel about that. How would you feel about that if you like your oh. father was really famous, and then like you had to be your father in like. Oh, that's what they did in the life, NWA. Right? With a yeah, that's why that shit's embarrassing to watch. Well, did I you can tell like you, it? twenty years from now, when Lady and I retire from doing the Mega Late Show, uh, my daughter Cannon is going to just go ahead right. and pick up the reins. This is all her. And she'll sound yeah. just like you. Oh yeah, <laughs> my seed, marry your seed, marry his seed. That's how we keep Wu Tang money all up in the family. Shout out to Capadonna. Yeah, <laughs> that's how Capadonna get that money. I was gonna oh, say. Yeah. Word. Yo, yeah. that uh, that was Goosebumps by Knox Brown. That was dope. He he he's actually dropped a few singles recently, and they're all fucking dope. Uh, is it a new? It's it's just singles. I guess the album's coming, but right now it's just a few songs. I, I vaguely remember you talking about him before, but um, is there like a particular album of his that you think that people should reckon like check out? Actually, the album somewhere. with the song that I like is not. I really only like a couple songs on okay. there. Actually, I'm going to play a little snippet of that track. It's actually Anderson Pack on it. But Oh yeah. And kinda in terms and also in terms of the uh, the songs that I put at the end of the podcast, I'm only going to put the like the prom- like the first joints at the end of the podcast. So, uh, do your googles as well. 
I love you guys, but the motherfuckers got so much time. This is with Anderson on it? Yeah. This is the same dude? Yeah. This okay. is also Knox Brown. This See, came this out a couple years ago. This doesn't have like a gospel vibe so much to me. I mean, it feels like you got a little bit of a choir in there, but I feel like this sounds more like world music. Like this could be like Africa. Yeah, fair enough. Kind of like Paul Simon. I mean, Negro spiritual kind of vibe mm. more. This one. Yeah. The Mega Late Show is a Negro spiritual podcast. That's why I'm here. Right, man. <laughs> I literally was about to ask. Yeah. Like, why are we here then? <laughs> uh, hey, yo, who's who's next? I can I can do something. Wait, is okay. that got to be like uh, something no one's heard? Because oh yeah, I've been mostly no, I've, mostly share, I've share something that you want to talk about that you think you have something interesting to say or that people should listen to it for some dope reason. Man, I don't know. I, I I'm being put in the spot. Y'all know uh, y'all know Fishman's. The Japanese, uh, they were a dub band back in the 90s. And they were, they, they had some really cool stuff going on. Um, and they're getting bigger and bigger in the U.S. right now, but I feel like a lot of, uh, a lot of Japanese folks, uh, I don't know, it's, it's a bit less popular over here. They kind of were doing this sort of, this sort of a, a dream dub sort of uh, thing. And it, I don't know. It's got some. It's they were just a really tight band. Here's a dream. They, they dream, were like or? dream, like dream pop sort of, but like 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 uh, like later on, later on. Uh, Are they still active? Rock art. No, yeah, the exactly. lead singer died in like '98. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, Did his son? His son? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Here, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let me see. I'll t- I'll keep it turned down in case it like is really loud coming in. Oh. Unless there's some major change in this a second. I really fuck with this already. Is this is in 1996. You sound really surprised. <laughs> I don't know. I thought he was going to play like some Andrew Jackson Jihad or some shit. Hey, hey <laughs> don't bash Andrew Jackson uh, Jihad. I wasn't, but I, I mean. That, I love that one record. <laughs> I, I fuck with you, man. We were talking about Why earlier yeah. and Cloud Dead. I'm with you, man, 100%. Yeah. These guys, the Fishmans, their their yeah. big big record that they're known for. Oh yeah, their their big record that they're getting kind of known for over in the states is this thing called Long Season, which is a uh, thirty-five minute long song. Okay. Uh, and it's like kind of it's kind of like it's like this, but like a, a big big ass like proggy buildup, mm. sort of. It's really tight, really interesting, um, and that's that's getting like pretty pretty known in like music nerd circles and and it also just got a vinyl reprint which is something um have they made any new music since the singer died um yeah they've they released a couple of, a couple of things but um it's been mostly like i said they kind of they're having their their heyday internationally like in the past like three years oh wow. so they have they, they've put out some stuff since then but it's but uh but after the singer died i mean actually it's interesting what you got is you got um, their last, the last show they ever played uh, on 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 record. They got this release ninety eight twelve twenty eight Otoko Tachi no Wakare, 
It's uh, it's a two-hour, ten-minute-long long set. It was a month before the singer died, and they knew it was going to be the last show. Like they had decided to end the band. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's amazing. It's like maybe the best live album I've ever heard. Oh wow! And uh, that was back in 1998. And um, but did you hear uh, Jay Z unplugged? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm talking shit now, but hey, I just want to say I, I appreciate you uh, having like this kind of approach to following older music than yourself. I mean, being only 13 years old, <laughs> it is, it's pretty impressive, I gotta yeah. say. As a seven-year-old, I really, I, 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 you have very nuanced opinions yeah. about music, and and for a six-year-old, yeah, yeah man. <laughs> As 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 a newborn, Maybe his mustache like sixes. <laughs> I I need to shave. I need to shave. I don't know. No, yeah. no, no. I do really? know. Yeah. I need to shave. This is this is exactly what it get, what it gets to. It doesn't get any better. Doesn't yeah. get any Shout worse. out to uh, that voice crack right there because that's exactly what I mean. <laughs> the facial hair not coming in exactly like we'd like. No. Also, I just no. I just have you're twenty three, right? Twenty three. Okay. I am twenty three. That is exactly as old. I uh, know. I am twenty three and one day. My birthday was yesterday. Oh. Happy birthday, man. Happy birthday. Yeah. Let me put that on Happy the digital birthday. record. Oh. Happy birthday. Do I have like a... Yeah, we got some gunshots. There's an applause. Can we get a caravan from South America celebration? Right? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I've also oh, that's a really seen... good share. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll peep that later. Fishmen's, yeah. they are Fishmen. on Spotify, so they are, I'll be they doing are, that. As so. of a couple months ago, they are. They're really good. I, I like the, Tokyo band, or do you know? I actually, I think Tokyo. I'm pretty sure. To, I'm pretty sure Tokyo, but I'm not 100 sure. They got a. I mean, here they started out doing like straight up like dub, like like reggae stuff, and it evolved into what you're hearing right now. Uh, further on, like here, can I? Uh, Yo, Japan's weird, man. Japan is weird, like, but, uh, uh, but <laughs> it sounds like British soul, though. Here, here's you a know, here's a part British of the soul uh, music. It sounds like this. Yeah. Here's a part of the big the big record, the 35 minute song. Uh, I'll skip ahead a little bit. It's like Kyla was saying, like there's so many talented people out here, just like making music like that, making yeah. dub music in a fucking orchestra with Mark the Clive Yo, actually, I have a question for you guys. Do you guys fuck with uh, grime? Like UK grime? I like, fuck with Skepta. I don't fuck with Skepta. I used to. I fuck with him, but it's like, is, wait, skills-wise, it's is like... Is grime right up next uh, to Garage, or is, or is it punk? Yeah, no, well, Garage is like, yeah, turned into like grime. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I thought. I mean, yeah. is would you count Burial as grime, or, or is that squarely that's Garage? Dubstep. That's no, old that's dubstep. It's like proto-dubstep. Yeah, but, it, but, but it, I mean, that was dubstep before bro-step. Yeah, it gets lumped in a, with, with Garage a lot. Yeah. I mean, Burial, Untrue is one of my favorite records of all time, so... What about know. grime though? Yeah, sorry. Uh, I was just asking if American people like fuck with grime. Yeah. I mean, Drake is trying to bring yeah. that wave over here, or he already bit it. So. I mean, yeah. what's the guy? Yeah, I, I like like it. Wiley yeah. and a couple of those older cats, but I, I haven't like, followed grime for maybe a decade. I don't decade. like the older stuff that much. I, I like I mean, some of it. I got some grime. You want to hear some real grime that you made? No, I mean, I got that too, but uh, I, I got I'm something else I was gonna man. show. Yeah, I mean, let's let Marvel get his off. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvel, yeah, you just be silent in the cold. Yeah, man. I don't like this shit. <laughs> this sounds. Yeah. This sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. Marvel has been especially yeah. quiet. Every today. time we're like, "Yo, Marvel, come to the studio, <laughs> son," and the few times he shows up, it's just like. <laughs> we had his episode, which was lost in time. Now, he is like, wearing tears a in the rain. Like, oh, that is true. Yeah. Actually, we had an episode. Oh, I forgot Marvel. about that. That is true. Uh, 
technical difficulties. I have nightmares about those type of scenarios. <laughs> what happened? What happened? Uh, the DAW wouldn't work, and then so we recorded using another DAW, and then when I went to stop the recording, it froze, and we lost all of it. What DAW Damn. froze? Can you, can you name it was, the DAW? I think that was, yeah. it was a, No, it was a bootleg version of Ableton that I had. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, bootleg is... A, yeah. Hey, man, I got $800. Uh, we were that? using... No, we were using Ableton, and now I use oh, Reaper right, because right, it's right. free. And they remind me every time that it's not free. It's it's a the evaluation license, and they said this is not a free program, but we're not going to take it away from you. You have been using this for eighteen hundred hours. <laughs> we're counting. So it's like WinRAR. It's like Win yes, it, it basically yeah. is. But, but when they come together, it's basically 80%. like WinAmp because it's all <laughs> the same. Yeah, they're coming for that eighty yeah, percent. When they come for that eighty percent, when we blow up, you're gonna <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Yo, you done like fifty-three episodes of Mega Late Show." Technically, that works. Yeah, out shout too, out the cool edit. Got me through yeah. some hard times back in the day. Acid Pro, well, Sonic uh, Foundry. Yeah. Cool edit was Acid. there for you when no one else Yo, was. That was the original one. Cause let me uh, shout out to Acid Music back in the day when they had just French hip hop vocal samples in it, and that's all I could put in the track. Serious. That's how I learned. I mean, yeah. French. Cool edit was Rap. the first program I learned how was the, was the first program I found a serial number for. That was probably like 1996. I'm sure everybody maybe. used that. Man, I really wish I remember that guy's name. That's what it was stereo only back then too. But yeah. that's the first thing I. That's the first computer software I ever made a beat on. Was Cool Edit just just chopping and pasting on the stereo track. I mean, like, I'm I'm younger. Six. I mean. My generation, my generation, and maybe up to like five years older, a lot of us started on like fucking GarageBand or Fruity Loops. Definitely GarageBand. Yeah. I, s- so. I started on uh, the four track cassette player. Oh, yeah, word. Four track, yeah. Tascam. I, I yeah. had a fucking BR864 digital A track at one yeah. point, but uh, I was trying to do all my sequencing with hardware like Mad Lib, like a fucking idiot. Oh, yeah. Instead yeah. of like the kid down the street who learned how to make beats on Fruity Loops. And <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah. You try to uh, get, you try to get like four or five high school kids like to like record in time on like a four track cassette play. It's like fucking yeah, impossible. Fuck Cause yeah. You're not getting paid for this. There, shit. There's a little bit of charm to that era of like independent hip hop music. There yeah. was recording on four tracks. The mistakes are kind of charming and shit, but yeah. yeah, the sound quality is one of the things that holds it back from being truly nostalgic for a larger audience. I just want to say two things. This track is dope. This is also yes. Fishman's. Yeah. I like this. And Marvell is playing this, man. He's just chilling in oh, the cut. My bad. Yeah. I'll shut this railroad. I'll shut this off and let the boy go. This is a part of the thirty five minute long song. It sure. is it is yeah, it's good. You got a report, Marvell? Yes, sir. Let's plug it in. Everybody just be quiet and let Marvell hold the <laughs> mic for fucking five minutes and let him talk. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let's do it. Oh, you don't have it? Oh, oh what you got? You so got iPhones and shit? Uh, Dang. Wait, what, what, I just recalled that. What yes. is it? I can I can look it up and we can play it from mine. I got the... Uh, uh, I got Apple Music. The, the 10S <laughs> Max. Who? Um, Who? The iPhone 10X Max. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Hey, I, I, thought, I, I, just, I just upgraded iPhone my Jack. shit, too. I've got the Samsung Galaxy I was like, 9S Plus. I was like, the 10S Max? I haven't even heard of I was of like, him. who is this? DMX, <laughs> it's DMX's son rapping just like DMX. <laughs> just like him. It's the 10X Max. Yo, you Dark, dark Man X. Uh, the song is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Sure. Dime. Ch- oh, shit. We're playing some T.I.? T.I. All right. Oh, 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 is this off of damn. Dime Trap? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. Uh, uh, I've listened to the whole thing. What's the name of the song? Uh, Big Old Drip. Yeah, shout out to T.I. 
And the reason why I chose this track particularly is because uh, when I used to listen to T.I., I mostly listened to him because of his uh, gangster rap. And that's what I was really into back in the day. Uh, gangster when, like the trap stuff? No, nah, 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 not really. He's just, uh, like, for example, one of my uh, favorite songs back in the day was um, uh, World War Three by uh, Rough Riders. Oh, no. The one with the tugboats at yeah, the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bum, bum, and like, bum. I just listened to this track. I was like, when did T.I. become this conscious rapper? Oh, yeah. Man. A couple of years ago. Yeah, he's been on and it. And like heavy. this, this after album, those gun charges, <laughs> yeah. After was, bankroll yeah, fresh yeah, yeah, died, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm. this album was just straight fire. I keep telling people, man, that Us Against the System album is really fucking good. That was a good one as well. That's right. Ti has really grown so, as an artist has, and, and in has. terms of political beliefs as well. He has. I want to say, what did you guys think about that the other week with the Ti and Kanye thing? I, I mean, I didn't know there was one. Right another on one? point. Another man. one. No, he just con- after. Uh, Kanye had his moment with the president <laughs> on TV. T.I. was like, yo, I'm disgusted to even be associated with you again, man. I mean, he Shout didn't. I'm, I guess it was on Instagram or whatever. He was like, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. You're like playing your fans. You're being played. You're like discrediting all these people who look up to you. It's disgusting, man. You're like step in, fetch it or whatever. Yeah. Didn't they put Kanye's like likeness on a t-shirt or a sweater and then he disavowed oh, no, them uh, being he, manipulated or something? No, 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 no. Uh, Candace Owens or whoever it is, yeah. she said... Fuck you, Candace Owens. Oh, of course. But she said that Kanye designed uh, this new, this new uh, 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 set of like uh, of, of, of clan of clo- hoods. <laughs> no, of, clo- <laughs> of clothes in- encouraging <laughs> encouraging black Democrats to drop the party. Blexit. And, yeah, yeah, and he was which and, works and, in Japan. Both and ways. he was yeah, like, right. and any any tweets like, I have been I have been taken advantage of. I <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I have been betrayed and any any I disavow politics. What do you think about that? Can somebody bullshit. just turn around and say that now they don't? The damage is done, man. Kanye yeah, might be my favorite is. artist it's of all time. But this his, is bullshit. It's clear that his political positions are more in line with the fuckery. His personal and, ambitions. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I'm off that. Like, but but Ti, I'm I'm fucking with Ti still. So, yeah, to this me day. too. Yeah, my, what? my nephew Isaiah. Everybody used to say that he looked like Ti and shit, and um, I can't ever think about fucking Ti without thinking about my nephew Isaiah, Joe Boy, the rapper, who has a new song out, by the way. Shout out Isaiah, then. Yo, uh, what was it about this particular song, Marvel? I mean, it's just Ti's flow, uh, just the overall. Flow of the old song, man. It just caught me. Like I listened to this album like probably like three times. Is this album political? Um, he gets into it. He gets into it. Not 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 in this particular song, but in uh, a couple of his uh, later songs, he gets. Maybe I did listen to the album. I don't remember. This came out this year. Yeah, it came out last month. Okay, I didn't hear it. I was gonna say, um, is Wraith on this album? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've heard a few songs. Yeah. I, I don't remember I had, the whole thing or not. I what's, hadn't heard anything else recorded. This sounds yeah. really good. Uh, yeah. I mean, what's the name of this track again? Big old drip. Okay, that makes sense. Ti is killing it. Nah. Did you hear us against the system? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like that. Uh, the Vic Mensa album. Yeah. The Common album. Uh, lots of good. 
political or whatever um, kind of music coming out. Socially conscious music from major artists. Yeah. I wanted to hear that uh, Kylo Grime. Hey. Oh. My own Grime. Yeah. I don't know if I have that on my phone, cause. But oh, word. Yeah. I was just talking about Grime in general. I was going to speak on Grime in general. Introduce real Grime, but. Well, yeah, I just wanted to put it out there because like some American people I talk to like they fuck with Graham, some people don't, and it's like I mean, but Graham is hard because like mm. that's what I think. I think like Graham is mad hard. Like no, now, I mean it's crazy. I mean, I can't, I hate to keep bringing back bringing Skepta back up, but because that's mostly what I listen to. But yeah, that Konnichiwa album is really yeah. fucking dope. Uh, so I don't really like Wiley's old stuff yeah, for actually. Dizzy Rascal has a really good album out right now. I like Dizzy yeah, too. He so had an album come D- out on Definitive Jerks as well. Dizzy Dizzy Rascal, the the track that he put out way back in the day in the nineties was called uh, "I Love You." That track actually made me start making beats. Oh, Where's okay. one? Yeah, Gramting made me start like actually making my own music. I was like, yo, I think I can do this. Like, and so yeah, that was like, yeah, Gram is real hard. Like. Some of it is like uh, Who are some of your some favorites? Some of it's really derivative of like American stuff and some of it's just like its own thing and they don't give a shit like if other people like it or they don't like it. I don't it. think I've ever looked into it enough to really form like a, a solid opinion about it. Right. Same. Um, I, I, of course, I, I knew that there was dope grime and then there was going to be trash grime and most yeah. of it that I've heard, I haven't been able to make any distinctions of my own. Only thing I know is that I, I don't really identify with it on a, on a lot of levels. Yeah. Um, but I do think, like, because of the accent, it reminds me of, like, some yeah. type of, like, quasi-Jamaican style. Just because, See, because of the Because they are Jamaican, yeah. cause. Okay. That's it. Like, half of them are Jamaican. So, like, like for example, I like uh, Getz. I like Chronic. Like, Chronic is, I'm like... with Getz. Like, stuff like that. Like, those dudes, their parents are born in Africa or they Jamaican like Chronic's parents Jamaican okay. you know so it's like they're from West Indies so and it's like it's just part Wait, of the Chronic? London. yeah there's like 10 artists named I was about Chronic. to say he's I a know. grime artist yeah there's this artist named uh, Chronic this grime artist I think he's in jail now actually so he hasn't made an album in a while but uh, is like he on the Joey Badass album no, or is that a different no, person no it's a different one probably hmm. yeah he's like um, yeah so you know that stuff like slew them and all that like i'm big into it but you gotta understand it's like london is london like people in london all the like the vernacular and stuff that they use is like it's from jamaican thing mm. there's like you know there's like arabic in there wait there's you mean like, you know, it's like you mean london. drake's the the style they got from drake that's what you're talking about. Yeah. The Ting style. Yeah, yeah the Ting. The Drake, <laughs> the, the Drake Ting. Yeah, that's like... Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really... I'd love yeah. to take any moment out of my day to but, hit on Drake a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But, it's, rub- it's rubbing off. I, I noticed. I was going to bring that up at the year-end episode. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm making some uh, some some strides for the culture here. <laughs> like, you don't yeah. need to convince me. Why yeah. Why do you dislike Drake so much? I just want to know. I'm not putting you on blast. Right, that one Ting. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like no, I, I, imitation? I, or I, like... I think I mentioned it earlier um, uh, before we started recording. A lot of times the fan base ruins an artist for me um, because 
if I, I think if Drake was just an artist doing his music and there wasn't people telling me that he was the greatest and making these arguments to me, I'd care less about it and be okay with him. But I actively talk out against him because the way that people uh, consume his music and he's such a fucking wave stealer. He's taking people's true, fucking... Yeah. And there, there's a lot of strikes like that against him. And when you stack all of those up, um, you know, his, like, the OVO fucking, like, think tank of, of them taking things and uh, the the Ghost Riders and just a, a, the way he's treated people. I just... There's a lot of strikes against him for me, so I just don't like it. Yeah, like, the Ghost Riding thing, though, that's like being a I don't... I don't that's, forever, though, that, right? that's... Yes. Dre doesn't write his own stuff. Well, yeah, but we also don't consider yeah. Dre one of like the top lyricists, and I gotta hear the fan base try to tell me that Drake is on yeah. that shit. So I, I, again, I've heard like, a lot of people just, tell yeah. me that Dre is their favorite rapper before. Yeah. I just want to put that out there. Really? Again, say, these I've are conversations that, that we we like. Just some quiet. conversations you don't need to have with people. Yeah, I <laughs> you know agree. I mean? That's you like know, me trying to tell you about Grime, like Yo Wiley's. Right. Like exactly. you know, I don't know shit about it. So, but here's my right. my fucking opinion. I agree. Yeah. But it's like the thing with the, the Drake stuff is like, I feel like a lot of his sins, other people have made those same sins. Oh, yeah, know? big time. And it's like, yeah, it's a bit different. So I don't know. I guess because he's popular, like, it's, yeah. it's real. He's a massive yeah. target. Drake just, I, I just don't like. But like, the you know, the fan base. saturation yeah. of it a lot. He right. feels so corporate. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. It's it's literally like, like, uh, I think late you were saying they had like a billion streams, but if you go on Spotify, like literally every thumbnail is of Drake. I is mean, that still true? I thought that was yeah. true. Like no, back it was like an advertisement that they were doing. They stopped yeah. it because people yeah. were fucking complaining. Yeah, their money if you're back, in playlist, like, like if you're yeah. in playlists, of course, like yeah. your, so your numbers it, gonna get up there. Right? In in that context, that he's he's a well accomplished artist. He makes some good music. I like some of his songs, but you know, I I do like to hate on the man, and that's no, no secret here. Know. That's, that's no so secret here. You know what you should fuck with, though? You know what you should fuck with, though, really quick? You said before the show you like ambient music? Yeah. You know uh, Ricky Eat Acid? Yes, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ricky Eat Acid, he has a record called Three Love Songs. It's an ambient record, but right smack dab in the middle, he, like, samples almost wholesale a song off Take Care, and it's, like, the coolest shit. Oh, okay. It's amazing. I might check that out. Yeah. Take Care is a good album. Yeah, Take Care is the only thing by Drake that I, like, so really enjoy Ricky Acid Ricky Eat Acid he's an ambient artist he does a lot of lo-fi stuff uh, he also used to perform his Teen Suicide and a couple other like really like this like like indie indie rock stuff I almost performed the Teen Suicide too <laughs> well so, they changed. not enough people laughed at that as I thought <laughs> real serious they actually I, they I actually make a joke earlier and I was so <laughs> glad I didn't when you were talking about the chronic I was like, oh, good, I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, no, they, uh, they 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 changed their name recently. I think they're American Pleasure Club now, but they they were they were tight when they were first starting out. He's kind of a dick now, but yeah. I mean, I fuck with a lot of like ambient stuff. Yeah, um, no, that's Eve, a great Eve's tumor and shit like that. Oh, yo, that record is great. The one yeah, that just came is. out. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. That Eve's record's tumor. amazing. Shout out to stuff. Yeah. Yo, I wanted to before we get out of here. Did do we have anything else to talk about late? Oh, I got a good question. Uh, you make music. You can potentially do that anywhere. Why are you in Japan? That's a good question, cause I, I mean, like I said, I came here as a tattoo artist. So, like for tattoos, like for tattooing, Tokyo is one of the best spots to do that. And then I just kind of fell in love with Tokyo. My wife and I like really like living here. And, like, the if you don't city, mind me asking, what kind of visa do you have? Uh, I'm on a business manager's visa. Oh shit! Yeah. Hey, pass. 
Yo, shout out to you, man. Shit. Thanks, blood. Killing Appreciate that shit. It, man. Thank you. Killing that shit. I'm Go trying man. my best. It's Yo, like, fuck Halloween, man. We don't need to talk about no diet. Halloween? Halloween? We can man. talk about Halloween. Halloween it's just it's just crazy shit. Like I, feel I just like wanted I to, uh maybe this could be a little bit of a Tokyo spotlight. Uh the Play Cool crew, which is a zebra and some other people like uh, Nas, Chris, and Kokimura. They were out there the morning after Halloween cleaning up shit. So, you know, shout out to them. I know they're trying to set up some kind of night ambassadorship with Shibuya. So uh, That's tight. Yo, that's that's fucking great. Mm-hmm. I would have went out to Shibuya if I was serving as some type of vigilante peacekeeper fucking <laughs> knocking out perverts and shit. That would have yeah. been fun. Because I heard it was like wild. It was a bit rampant. That. They yeah. arrested 13 people or something. Yeah. Yeah, and I saw a video of a car getting flipped over. I saw that. And there too. is a black guy in the video. I saw that too. I saw that too. Yo, R.I.P. That guy, man. That's never a good look. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the total crowd count was for this year, but I think I saw something online that said 2015 there were 70,000 people in Shibuya. I can so believe it. Just keep that in perspective as well. It's been larger and larger every year. I think peak Halloween was the year we were out in front of the donkey. Like two years ago, mm. and since then it's just gotten more bad than good. That's what I hear. I'm not going to go out there again. I'm going to say four years ago. Yeah. Same thing, but four years ago. I was helping a family move. I I, I wasn't I wasn't there. <laughs> uh, I mean, me and Marvel used to I run them streets. I missed it completely. To be honest, when we f- when you found that uh, whiskey joint, that was the best Halloween. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> what is this whiskey joint? You know, like in a bar. They'll like have a pump for a shot. Yeah. Yeah, I had one of those on the street for some reason. <laughs> hey. I don't remember why. I think some girl had it. Probably and then because I had of alcoholism. It. Pretty hey. much. That's a good reason. That Pretty much. It's like the answer to everything. Yeah. Hey man. Pretty much. Alcoholism. I don't know. We miss uh, you. This this year's Halloween was kind of low key for us. We we did the event with uh, Tokyo was here, and there's like most of the people there were not in Halloween costumes. We had a few people coming off of the street who look like they were Shibuya type of peoples, like chilling, drunk, and fun, and, and they left pretty quickly and yeah. kind of added to my evening some. I'm like, oh, okay. Thanks. Yo, talking about Tokyo, do you guys fuck with Made in Tokyo? A little bit. Actually, I've never bit. listened. Yeah, a little bit. He wasn't heard really of it. Made in Tokyo. I checked it's the Made sticker. in Yokohama. That's yeah. what I heard. Barely. Oh, really? Yeah, he's I just on a military did. base out there. All right. But I, just, I mean, like, I would get him on the podcast. I'd love to talk to him about it. Yeah. Uh, I know how it is to be a military kid. Like, I, I used to tell people that, like, I'm from Hawaii, like, right after I left Hawaii, because that was kind of formative for me. I was there 15, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. 18 years old. And so they'd be like, where are you from? I'm like, oh, California, Hawaii. Mostly, yeah. you know, I, I grew up in Hawaii. And I was still using a lot of Hawaiian slang out there. I spoke pigeon a lot right after right, I came right, out of right, there. Right. And so it was like that so i can see how that's formative for him but yeah i also think it's kind of funny it's a military kid thing i think so right, but, right. but he makes he makes pretty good music i think he just came out with a new track he's um, very popular yeah i saw him on the freshman class i want to say it's the yeah. first time i actually listened yeah. to him properly but yeah he, he calls himself it? made in t it's actually supposed to be made in TK. tyo not made uh, in Tokyo right to kind of like skirt that whole i'm not really from tokyo thing i think right yeah no, that, that's, that's, a, that's sketchy interesting. Cause and all that's yeah, sketchy. that's yeah. <laughs> it's like that genuine fake type of atmosphere. Like, yeah. I don't know. 
I don't want to hate on the kid. Like he's making good oh, music and doing his shit. I, I was a little bit. I think I was. Was that hate, Marvel? Can you confirm? No, no, no. We'll no, okay. No, no. Was I just was I just updating the Wikipedia Marvel page? Too liberal. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was a little bit of hate there. Yeah. Hate it. It's all right. Hey uh, man. Um, I'm on a, a live-and-let-live thing. I'd say, like, uh, like when I used to play in bands and stuff, and you play in bands with other people, and sometimes the band you play with is trash, like, hella trash. Like, And you had to open for them, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know they're trash and stuff. But it's like, it's all just, you know, we support each other, like, and it's like, I feel bad saying anything. It's like, at the end of the day, they're doing what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to do my best right. and hopefully it like, works out. So that's the way I look at it now. But when I was young, when I was a young punk, how to, nah, yeah. you couldn't tell me nothing like about, you know, I have strong opinion, yeah. opinions about everybody. So, yeah. I think that's also kind of a thing yeah. for me. Like we do the podcast and I yeah. think I got to align my opinions more. I yeah. can't play the middle ground on a lot of shit because I could say, oh, he makes yeah. all right music and that's the end of it. But if you're too uh, nice, you know that's I mean? not interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah. For, yeah, I definitely yeah. do. If I was going to be on this every day, I would definitely, uh, you yeah. know, I mean, I'll, Marvel can tell you like some of the conversations yeah. we had. I had some harsh ones about some yeah. people, but I would not make that public. We actually don't get into it too much like that on the podcast. Like, I, I kind of feel like slowly over the last two years that late and I, our opinions are finally starting to be emerge more for people. So if you listen to all these episodes, you'll get a pretty strong idea about our positions and shit but that's I don't how think it should anybody, be man. yeah nobody can like, you gotta read the whole run yeah yeah. You can't you can't get my opinion on hip hop by listening to twenty episodes of this. Like you're just not. Right, right. I don't think I've ever mentioned Cloud Dead on the podcast before, and that's one of my favorite albums. Fuck yeah. And so like if you just thought if you listen to one episode, you might think that I'm like a four elements lyrical miracle boom bap like uh elitist, you know, but I'm not. Like I've been listening to weird shit, I'm down with contemporary shit. It's just yeah, it's just gotta put it out like that. No. I don't think I don't think uh, I don't think you mentioned Cloud Dead on the podcast. I think that was no. before the podcast started. I, I, I mentioned it again earlier, but in passing, just the same way I did now. Did you? Uh, yeah, but but yeah, that's a great album. Good shit. Good yeah. shit. High art, man. Absolutely. So, Marvel, what you being up to, man? Yeah. Thank you. Not much. <sighs> just working. Yeah, that's just like uh, on the Fifth Element where Ruby Rod is like, <laughs> and they're here at Corbin. Corbin. How do you feel? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and he's like, and then, and then me and later are gonna end the podcast and tell my brother, and he said, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> Yo, shout out to uh, the Fifth Element. Is that it? Is that the end of Over, the podcast? Overrated <laughs> movie. Oh yeah. Overrated. I, I think it's a cult classic. I don't. I don't necessarily I agree think with it's that. a great piece of art. But oh, I love I that movie. Yeah. Haven't seen it. It's got a lot of charm. I should see it. Uh, yeah. You've never seen The Fifth it? Element? Never seen it. I forgot you're only t- 23. <laughs> I know. I was going to say 13 again, <laughs> but I didn't want to. I thought you were going to say 12. You don't want to make people think that I'm actually 13. That you like. I sprinkled the hate in. Oh, shit. I forgot I was doing, guys. That was nice to come correct and round it out at the end of the podcast, though. It proper review. Thanks, guys. I'm trying to do my best here, you know? Shit. Let's, let's yeah. end it by saying that I am an adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we're not drinking with minors here. <laughs> Despite your five centimeter high beer that you drank tonight. Oh, but uh, it's so cute. Oh, yeah, it's the cutest yeah, thing yeah, I've ever well, seen. Yeah. I, I have no no regrets. I think that those are a little bit wild, man. Like, when are you going to use... When, are, when should anybody really purchase a exactly. beer of that Exactly. I was thinking that. 
And I also like I had a real like, full one, but I mentioned before the podcast, my dream has always been just to purchase one of these and 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 drink it, and didn't then just lay in the street to pretend to be passed <laughs> out with this in my hand like this. <laughs> That's a good Halloween costume. Yeah, I think so. That'd be fun. We should explain that we're talking about this tiny Asahi <laughs> can, which is like is is. I, I mean, I don't even know what you can compare that to. It's almost it's the size tiny. of like a shot glass. Yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. the size of a shot glass. So for one shot of uh, of of a beautiful Asahi uh, soft liquor. You know what that, that beer is for when you when you meet the plug and then you know you have like a small meeting and then you got to bounce real quick, but you don't show for a while. That's the only time I've ever drank those beers, yeah. <laughs> just quietly. When you and don't want to hang with somebody for nah, a nah, you like, don't. Let me get a three-minute yeah, talk. Yeah, they're like, yo, you want a beer? And you're like, not really. I don't want to hang out here with you now. Like, That's just like right. the edge of the edge. If you want to take off like, the edge of yeah, the edge, yeah. it's that beer right there. Yeah, it's, it's, a, like, uh, it's just like it's it's more of like the symbolism of like we had a beer together. But <laughs> actually, it's like yeah. you could like sneeze and it's disappeared. Like, yeah, yeah. Too. It's the gateway drug. I've spit drug. out more beer than that at once. Yeah. So yeah, that's what it's for. If you're a drug dealer, buy a whole pack of that shit because like we don't want to hang out in your house. And when I say we, I just mean Marvel. I don't do that. I don't fuck with that. I'm a good boy. That's that's brilliant, man. See, that's that's what we need to do. Turn the trap house into a think tank. All right. Is that the Mega Late Show right there, Late? Is that it? Uh, Let's do this calendar real quick. Yo, on uh, Saturday the 10th, Shibuya International's going down at Kitsun. Oh, before I start, Kylo, do you perform live? Do you have anything you want to announce? I have a show next month with my other band, The Horror Club, but I don't know when the date is. I'm going to have to hit up the other date. <laughs> That's not my job. I just write the songs because I don't book the shows. No Sorry, worries, my man. Bad post. But next month? Next month. Yo, that will be on the calendar soonish, so look out for that. Thanks. Uh, November 10th, that's a Saturday, Shibuya International at Kitsune. It'll be Phil So Good, Hayato Iwaki, DJ Su, previous guest on the podcast, and Yuri Nagahori. Uh, also that night, Jungle Party, Tribal Connection, Volume 71. It's that one, Frankie Dollars, DJ Yaman, Jungle Rock, and some kanji I don't feel like trying to read. Oh shit, Marvel, what's this kanji? At the bottom. Dildo. It says Capadonna. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I'm also playing that night at Probably a... Probably somebody's name. Yeah. That's, the, that's always the most fucked up kanji is somebody's name. You look at... You pretty know, much. It's pretty much unknown. Even I, Even like, you know, six-year-old Japanese people look at somebody's name in kanji. They don't know what it is. <laughs> Mm. I've lost so many promising friends because I add them online and their names in kanji and I forget who they are. Like, and I can't find them again. Hey, shout out to that language barrier. Oh, did I play this song already? It's all good. Yo, um, also that night I'm playing at Blue Jam Cafe. Echo Out is canceled, but I'll still be playing there. And uh, catch me there again probably in December, second Saturday, working on some rebranding type shit. Uh,. After that, yo, it's kind of a light week. Bad Hop is going to be at the Budokan on the 13th. That's a Tuesday. Those tickets might be sold out. I don't know how popular those dudes are. Oh, and that same night, I'll be at Underdigic with Ko Kimura, DJ Hiro, and Nas Chris. 
at Insof in Shibuya playing underground dance music, which is basically like house and techno. So come peep that. Uh, and yeah, on the 17th, Dallinger has a show at Sofa. I have a show at Base Camp. Who else had a show? What were we saying on the 17th? Bay Tokyo. Bay Tokyo is going down on the 17th. Uh, there's also the Big Party 2018 Autumn Fest with DJ Kaori, Salu, JP the Wavy, and some other people. That's at Ageha. Nucleus Servili is going down at Club Heavy 6-0. Independent is going down. That's Too Many DJs, DJ Daruma and Jami, Kazuma Takahashi, Ren Yokoi, and Sakiko Osawa. That's also going down on the 17th. Oh, the 17th at Base Camp. That's a The Ocean and I show. So, yeah, come peep us in Roppongi. And there'll be some other people, but I don't have the lineup yet. And uh, do I want to talk about anything else? Life Park on the 24th? No, that's it, man. Odyssey on the 26th. Pay yeah, attention. Word. We do this every week. And also check the show calendar. Yo, if you want to get into some Smash Bros, that happens every Thursday at my favorite bar, Barry, in uh, Nakameguro. And they have a big tournament on the last Sunday. And, yo, these dudes are serious. Like Melee... No Fox, Final yeah. Destination, no items. No, no Fox? Yeah. Well, no, nah, there are lots of Foxes Whoa. up there. I'm just yeah. bullshitting. Yo, just to roll it back uh, a second. Late, thank you for so much saying that's my show on the 17th. I am playing there, but I'll just recap it. You can edit it back in if you want. Uh, oh, no, it's D's show. It's, it, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. It's D's that. club. <laughs> it's actually the uh, album release party for Cram. The Lord, as well as Mad Rob Beat's first full-length LP. Oh shit! A longtime beat maker here in the Tokyo scene. He's finally put out a full-length. Um, they got Midori visiting from Whoa. France. He'll be out here. Oh. Uh, Taji Mahal, Yagi. They're actually the guys that put this event together. It's called Open One. Um, this is the third, uh, a third installment of that event. Um, a lot of really great beat makers on that bill, as well as. Il Sugi, uh, Lidley, Matatabi, with the screen, and so on and so forth. So come check that out November 17th. Can I explain myself really quick? There's a Japanese punk band called Midori that I fucking love. And I was like, that's really unexpected. I, so I was surprised is why. Yo, I love how Ben has this like really explosive like epiphanies. <laughs> I love it. Yo! I get excited. Mega late show. Yo, uh... Kylo, tell us where we can find you on social media one more again. Uh, just hit me up on my website, kyloyen.com. That's it. <laughs> the Mega Late Show is brought to you by Ben's Mustache. Oh. It's just coming in, but we're getting stronger by the day. <laughs> it's like brown smoke. It's, yo, is this episode going to air? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so much. It's so much less than you guys are imagining. Listening, there's. I don't know where they're getting it. Hey man, what? You're gonna have that Tom Selleck. I don't know. Soon. I don't know where you're getting it either. <laughs> <laughs> Your damn show didn't grow that thing. Yeah, gonna all I 
ますか心揺さぶるこの衝撃を全て書き殴るカウントダウンそれぞれのスタンス調子はどう今日戻るしゃがる天才に宿る天使と悪魔クラムと組むスクラムじゃねえ払うへこんだ SM5 パス唾と汗の化粧どう Yeah. 昔の大小地区の花声散るって朝声俺の罪音輝きは天からと以上のダイモンド言い過ぎ調子はどう今日も懲りずにまだ自分に蹴れ何よりも混ぜらんだ巻きつかむラッパー死ぬまで腰巻き愛想飲みたいビール生き延びるこれにスキル人のライフタイム Twice n i g h のが普通さ血まなこでスコアをだけじゃゲームに服重か息はめなきゃなよそで聞いたりより自分の目でしっかりルーキーその怪我もいつか古い傷に身を結ぶまで耐えろ浮き沈み歩いた足だけが引けるベルたった一本唯一無二のマスターテープどんなフィールドでもスティルムーズ動いてるやつが作るウッズスローバーニン昼夜問わずロールタイトに火を灯す交差点スローライツ誰に習ったわけじゃない常識も正しいとは限らないその分気持ち動いたら二つ返事行動は口よりでかくしたベル
Hustling at five in the morning. These retro joints ain't never walked a mile in them. Knowing no matter what they say, heavy to head. Who said shit would be simple to get rich and stay out the trunks of Lincoln Continental? Remember barely getting by applying fundamental. In these streets, she either eat or become dental. Ain't shit to win when you already got it all. But go from having no options to buying mansions besides you your shit. You ain't no risk if you ain't carried the weight. If you ain't never been down a road that wasn't already paid. Some shit I don't remember It's something I'll never forget Ain't nobody give me nothing huh. Ain't nobody tell me shit Okay Big old trip Overcame the art, did I think That one can't nobody tell me a bitch that thing Cause there wasn't nobody around when there was me in the squad Trapping in the shadow cell and cracking the door with push poison. Wonder sometimes did it matter to God that I didn't have no hot water and my stomach was growling. Learned to think outside the box and watch the niggas around me. And being stupid that I had your ass in the county. And being dumb and get shot, boy. Pay close attention when niggas run in your spot. Ready for you to die. That's why you better have your head on the swivel and your antennas up. Fucked around, get killed by a police the way you reaching, bro. When the odds stacked up against you with nothing, venture, nothing gain. Gotta do more to sin and complain. Every hour my man was a product of pain. You really think you ain't gonna change coming far as I can. You Come don't on. Know the risk. If you ain't carried the weight, if you ain't never been down a road that wasn't already paid, some shit I don't remember. It's something I'll never forget. Ain't nobody give me nothing. Ain't nobody tell me shit. Dangerous lifestyle, from jumping to turnstile, refuse to pipe down. This shit we were burned down. Distractions everywhere. Some shit you just gotta turn down. And ain't no freebies in this shit. You get what you earn now. Yeah, you live and you learn, but you reap what you sow. And your intention ain't what you'll be held accountable for. It's your actions. It don't matter what you do for yourself. If every time somebody call on you and you ain't no help, there ain't no case shit. All the stuff you buying, they don't mean shit. On some boost yourself steam shit, cause she ain't seen shit. Calling me an activist, stumbled on it by accident. You can see I'm passionate, but not a politician. No. On IG, I'm killing it, fashion shit, I be driven with Ralph Simmons, trend coat, Camille Turtle Hide it, I get three P, pinstripe with the collar bar Roll gold cufflink, same at the Audemars Hey, back against the wall, would you risk it all? I figure if I could get me some, I can get it all Started with a bankroll, small as a tennis ball Now in my city, I'm biggest pocket, biggest small God with me, whom shall I feel? Man, no more begging for shit, we ought to get ourselves. Just so I'm clear what it took to get here, you got no idea you don't for real. Know the risk. If you ain't carried the weight, if you ain't never been down a road that wasn't already paid, some shit I don't remember. It's something I'll never forget. Ain't nobody give me nothing. Ain't nobody tell me shit. Big old drill.
see it I get goosebumps running down my arms yeah. Every time I think about I get goosebumps running down my arms yeah. Medals don't come easily I know it It took me 15 years to get mine I don't get Lost that privilege Best not to take too much for granted. Yeah, now all I see is lights, all I hear is gold, all I know is fight, all I know is stay up late and create all night. Yeah. Finally, 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 finally. Yeah, they gave me the medal. Yeah, they gave me the medal. Oh, every time I see it, I get goosebumps running down my arms. Goosebumps running down my arm. Goosebumps running down, 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 down. Goosebumps running down my arm. Chances don't come easily. I know it. I used to work two jobs in the summer. Now I'm lying on Richie on the night shift. Yeah, almost criminal. Baby, don't do it, no Wish I could give you that feeling when the plane first landed Now all I see is lights, all I hear is gold All I know is fight, all I know is stay up late and create all night yeah. Finally, 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 finally Yeah, they gave me the medal Yeah, they gave me the medal Running down my arms yeah. Every time I think about it, I get goosebumps running down my arms yeah. Goosebumps running down my arms Goosebumps running down Goosebumps running down, down, down Goosebumps running down my arms yeah. Goosebumps running down my arms Mm-hmm.